Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? Potential? And all of that. My heart, yani, it just vibes with what's happening now, you know? Potential, but off. PSA for all my single ladies going into 2023 we are now liking men for money and not for their personality or who they are because that's gotten us nowhere and we keep letting medium ugly men get our hopes up and disturb our peace and that's no longer the move and my husband will buy me as many fucking louis as i want to so you're gonna once a fucking game no he's gonna fucking spoil me no I don't no, deal with no fucking no, scrubs. No. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest running, or Roski, 
Welcome to Monday, Monday night. Monday night. Welcome to Thursday night, Roski, the longest, second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We are back new, from the morning new, show. New world order. A great morning show. Appreciate y'all for being here. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, but anyway. We got a great show. Uh, I don't know if it's, we're not going four hours today, man. We're not going four hours. All right. We getting closer to the weekend, uh, but we got a great show today. Why 63% of men are choosing to be single and happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we got a great, 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 great show related to that. Plus some other subject matter, other subject matter right here. Uh, scrolling across the bottom of your show. All right, yeah, morning show, that that was a big one, all right. Um, but anyway, he said the Juco calling. Uh, there is going to be, I'll leave it like that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's going to, it's a busy weekend. It's just going to be, anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of 52-point program expecting women coming in you know i had the applications are crazy so they keeping me busy too you know a lot of sloppy yogurt soggy titties and all of that stuff i gotta check rent is due man they out here your rent's due motherfucker rent's due man all right girls baking up with their boyfriend jumping right back into the junior college <laughs> the spectrum is crazy the spectrum is crazy guys all right people don't really trust me when this spectrum thing I tell you about the spectrum and I will tell you the spectrum. Hey guys on, on locals will be back on Sunday. Um, the spectrum is wild. Last person I talked to, she just broke up with her little boyfriend and she, where's she back at? Where's she back? Back at the junior college. <laughs> it's crazy. I wish you guys knew if you only knew what CGA would do to you. All right. Uh, we got, um, we got, um, what are we at? Yeah, get them daddy time is up. Rent is due. Your rent's due, mother. Hey, check this out. We got um how to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign CGE, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. We got the NFL draft. I'm gonna catch you up on the uh coach Greg, Greg Adams TV. That is on that is on Venmo and paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. And that should be pinned to the top of the live chat of the free agent lifestyle channel. I'll do it in a minute. And then you can also super chat on the notorious CGA channel. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to type it in. Let me see if I can get over to that side of the computer. I can. So I'm going to type it in right here. All right. I'm going to type it in right here. I'm going to give you an update on Lamar Jackson, too. I see uh, MC Hamster wants me to give Lamar a W, but nope. He's going to still catch an L. I know, man. CGA is on the investigation. I'm going to show you Lamar Jackson's contract is not what you not what it seems. I'm going to show you here in a minute. Um, and I will not give Lamar Jackson a W, and he won't get. He's still not winning the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> yes, mom's still the agent. Uh, so let me get to. Let me let me just let me just show you for all the Lamar Jackson fans who who I said he was going to go back to the Ravens. I said that I said that, and that ended up be true, being true. I said no other teams picking him up. That ended up be, that ended up being true, and I said he'll be back with the Ravens, and nothing's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> right. Nothing's gonna happen. They'll be lucky to pay that running back. I mean, they're getting that's that's a that's the most expensive running back in the league. <laughs> the most expensive running back. So let me take a look. All right, let me take a look. I called it. CGA's on it, man. They need to have have me going on. So take a look. Lamar Jackson, uh, MC Hamster. Here you go. 
Lamar Jackson, the saga is over. The NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport reported Thursday that the Ravens and the star quarterback agreed to terms five years, $260 million. All right, this contract's going to take him to 2028. All right, he'll probably not make it that far, meaning that most quarterback, most, most people don't out live their second big contract right so he might play two maybe three years hopefully he can stay healthy but you know if he doesn't win in three years what's the point of keeping him around for the bottom the back end of the deal which could be very heavy and there's an incentive to cut him right that they'll put they'll backload it they'll backload it and i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you what's gonna happen here now the reason why this isn't a w there's a reason why this isn't a w is seen as if the mother came through and pulled through but uh 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 let me take you a look. Let me show you something. Nothing really changed from the offer that they offered him September 2022. September 2022. You see this right here? So this was seven, several months ago, four, seven months ago. Watch this. I'm going to scroll down into this deal right here. All right, right here. See this? The Ravens offered Jackson an extension worth $250 million. He got $10 million. And right here, it was 133 guaranteed. On this one, 188 guaranteed. He held out and got 50. What he wanted was 250 guaranteed. He he got it last minute because they held out last minute, but so did the Ravens. But essentially, it's the similar deal. And the best, the 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 other guarantee part came in an extra year. So they got 220 to, to 2028, 180 guaranteed instead of, and then instead of 250, they got 260. Okay, so um, it's 188 more than us, but he did want, he did, what he wanted was this. He wanted this guaranteed. So he he did get a little bit. He did, he did get a little bit. The, the offer is not that much greater in, con, in consideration from their perspective. Both teams wanted to put it and do it. All right, mama gets her 10%. Okay, he got money, but it wasn't like they pushed and prodded them and made the Ravens do something they really didn't want to do. In my opinion, he got the 183 guaranteed potentially, and potentially the remainder of the contract, he probably ain't going to see. He ain't seeing it. He, gonna, he ain't going to see it. He probably is not going to see it, and I hope, for goodness sake, that he can stay uh, healthy and, um, and all of that. And the, the reason why I know he ain't seeing it, because Derek Carr got in the same situation. All right, most quarterbacks that they backload the deal – and that deal, that 250 with 133 guaranteed, he probably would have only seen 133. That's it, uh, depending on the signing bonus. And the back end of that deal, he wouldn't have never seen. They would have just cut his ass because he would have been sitting on, what, $40 million a year the last two years? They would have cut that ass fast, especially if he didn't win a Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, you know, he basically got almost a lateral deal. He got an extra 50 mil. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. But they had to. End of day, draft, they want to get back in the camp, so forth and so on. But I, I, I don't think it had anything to do with what mom was doing, in my opinion. All right. Maybe she went to go see Uncle Earl. Is Ozzy, is Ozzy Newsome still with the Ravens? <laughs> All right. Yep. And they had to keep them because it was down to the point where what were they going to do, draft somebody? So they really didn't. Eh, they squeezed $50 million out of them, I suppose. All right. Somebody said, what did Daniel Jones get? Now, I, I need to get my sports channel going on. I need to get my sports channel coming back, right? I need to get that going. Uh, Daniel Jones got $160 million contract, four years. I mean, this was the best contract, considering that Jalen Hurts just signed his contract. 
All right, they had to lock in the quarterback. They had to lock in the quarterback, and they wanted to stay with him, but they also know, I think deep down inside, he ain't going to win no Super Bowl. <laughs> they called Ozzy. Ozzy came in like this. I got money. All right. So anyway, anyway, they made a deal with the devil. I mean, quarterbacks are hard to find, just to let you know. In my opinion, the hardest position to find is a quarterback. There's only really five elite quarterbacks, and then there's a bunch of the average people. They're better than us, but they're not winners. They're never going to win. Then you got some shitty-ass quarterbacks, all right? They ain't never going to win more than five games. I mean, so uh, they ain't going nowhere. It's a tough position, very tough position. I got to get my sports channel getting back going, cranking up. All right, um, Albert Wesker says XXs hate it. But no matter how many degrees they have, men still just want them for the peace leave. XX is holding that cat hostage is why 63% of male men are free agent lifestyle for life. F-A-4-L. I need to put that on my license plate. All right, we got, he says, oh, XX is go down in value, but raise the cost. Yep, Kevin Samuels thing. Kevin Samuels style. Yeah, as as they but but what, what's happening is they're maturing as human beings, and so they realize what their potential is. It's only from their perspective. I mean, they're great at selling themselves, and they're great at selling a pile of shit too. So I mean, they'll sit up there and be like, "I'm this, I'm that," and you're like, "I don't see the value." Well, I'll wait for the one that sees the value in me. Eli says Lamar Jackson will stay with the Baltimore Ravens, and he just signed a five record five year contract for 260 million by the way that makes him the highest paid quarterback in the league what do you think about that that makes him the highest paid quarterback in the league i think jalen hurts jalen hurts his contract at the moment right at the moment jalen hurts his contract i think was uh slightly under that yeah it was a tick above see see let me show you this this is why he got the 260 because jalen hurts got 255 all right and yes i'm gonna do the math here. So originally, remember, Lamar Jackson turned down 250. There was no way he was going to, um, they were going to offer him the 250 that Jalen Hurts is at 255. So they waited for Jalen Hurts. He got the 255. Lamar Jackson gets the 260. Um, but 180. And there's a signing bonus. Look, look at that. The 180 signing bonus. So they basically just waited. For, they, they got Jalen Hurts' contract. Then at the last minute, at the, the, the 11th hour, if you will, they went just above Jalen Hurts, so that that's where that's that's where that uh, guaranteed money comes in. It was at one thirty three. Now it's at one eighty, just ahead of that, right? So, um, hey, there it is, right there. Uh, did they win? Did they get a W? Mm, they really wanted the Deshaun Watson contract. Okay, let me see that. So I think I think overall they lost, but they still get a value. Uh, let me see here. See see right here. This is the Deshaun Watson contract. This is what they wanted. So they wanted five years, 230. They got more, but watch this. Fully guaranteed 230. This is what they wanted. All right, so in, in essence, in comparison, did they get what they wanted? No. Did they get a good deal? Yes. Did they get a deal that made them the highest paid court? Well, yeah, he's the highest paid, he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. So they got that. Um, they got 183 guarantee, which is, is close. They got it slightly better than Jalen Hurts, better than Daniel Jones, but they didn't get what they wanted, all right? So I'm not going to big up his mom. I'm not going to big up his mom for that. They got, a, they got a great deal, though. Highest paid quarterback in the league, all right? Anyway, anyway, Deshaun Watson, what a horrible deal. 
<laughs> what a horrible deal that that the, the Cleveland Browns got to feel like a piece of brown shit. <laughs> Putting that deal out there. All right, Johnny Law says Lamar took a L and so did the Ravens. I agree. Also, he says uh, the junior college, he says something the junior college lit because they spent the tax return. And he says, call daddy. Time to call daddy, man. You know the tax returns. Get him, daddy. All right. And he says, because he got money. All right. Don't call me. Though. I got money. I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, I'm broke. All right. Rational rationality says 304s back in deals are half eaten whoppers. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, the back end deal. Yes. All right. I recently had made sure, you know, this one, this one, this one Chica was like, I just want to let you know I I'm open, but no banana in the tailpipe. I was like, oh, you know, you, you make deals. <laughs> All right. You make deals. All right. Let me check. I do have some people tapping in on the other apps. But before we do that, let me give you the update on the flatback Supreme known as Olivia Dunn. Apparently she's on a magazine that nobody reads anymore, but Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition must be out i have no clue but the flatback supreme is on there and i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you certified all right the supreme reign supreme better than almost any of these damn um just remember just remember some of the people they've had in the sports illustrated edition they had that soccer player on there They've had some really horrible people in the past couple of years in the Sports Illustrated edition, but Olivia Dunn is the flatback supreme. I don't think, I don't, there's not many people competing here. There's not a lot of people competing here. All right, so uh, especially in the Millie Mouth Muskrat Master Splinter edition, not many people's keeping up with that. All right, if you, now brothers are looking at this, they're like, what is this? All right, yeah, they had a trans on the cover, They've had a lot of female athletes that had no business. They had Megan Rapinoe. They've had Serena Williams didn't look good. Even when they put these athletes on the on these um in the in the magazine, they don't even look good. They look worse. They look better on the field than they look in the magazine. But Olivia, all right, Olivia Dunn is the flatback supreme. All right, somebody said you converted me, my ninja head over. Did they have Lizzo? Uh, brother showing their teeth. They are listen. Niggas always gotta show they They had they've had a horrible run in the past couple of years. Let me see if I can pull up some SI models. Um 20. I'll pull up what is it, 2021? Who was the sports illustrated swim model? They've had some horrible runs in the past couple of years trying to be woke. Trying to be woke. And um it just turned people off trying to push woke agendas. They've had, uh, they put Naomi Osaka up there. I mean, she looking like, all right, let me just, let's look in comparison, right? All right, Naomi Osaka's not a bad looking chick, but she, you know, you got, you can't pull it off. I mean, she, there's nothing to pull off here. I mean, she tried. I mean, there you go. Oh, they had the big fat girl. I mean, the big overweight girl. They have had a look at the look at the people they've had in the sports. See, look at who they've done what they've done with the Sports Illustrated. This is who they featured. The rook, look, the 2021 rookies. This is what they've been doing. I mean, look at these. <laughs> what? I wish I could make this picture bigger. Hold on for a second. 
I divert meet the diverse. Oh, wait, y'all can't see it. Hold on for a second. This is why the flatback Supreme Olivia Dunn is getting it. Look, this is what they've been doing. This is what they've been doing. Crystal Metheny. All right. I mean, this is just holy manatee right here. Holy manatee. Holy humanity. All right. And then this. I mean, what? Look, comparison, compare. What are we doing? This ain't even close, guys. This ain't even close. So the, they they were like, we got to roll the dice and bring it back. Let me see. Who is this? I'm trying to figure out. Uh, let me see if 2022. When was the, when was the girl? Let me see. What was her name? Megan Rapinoe. Let me pull up Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe. Whatever her name is. I think she was in a swimsuit. She was. Look. See? See, look. Let's see if I can pull this up without getting a without getting a thing here. Let me see where the images are. Give me the images. All right, here we go. This is why Olivia Dunn is running circles around here. Somebody said, no, don't pull it up. Look, see, this is what SI's been doing. Look at this. Like, who in the world? What? Master, look. Mm. Whoever this girl is, too. I mean, she ain't. Oh, this is uh, the other soccer player. Um, Alex something. All right, so this is what they've been doing, and it's just been it's it's been getting out of hand, getting way out of hand. Nobody want to, what? Nobody trying to see all that. Nobody wants to see all that. Let's bring it back. Let's bring, let's bring it on back. It's pretty simple. All right, we know what men want. All right, even if you're a black man and you don't want it, it don't matter. You're gonna get outnumbered and ran right out the building. All right, you're gonna get ran right out the building on this one. The flatback supreme. Going to get way more run, way more run. Many, many people going to go at least on the line online and look it up. Now you talking. Now we now we back to reality here. Back to life. Back to reality. It is what it is. Better than what they've been doing. The last two or three years, maybe five, they've been going overboard, man, trying to be woke. And they probably sold no issues. Somebody said, show me that again. All right. So I don't want to hear that Olivia Dunn ain't it. What compared to what they've been doing? This is the this is a def, this is a definite upgrade, and hopefully we can get back to this reality in the world, not dealing with the agendas that they're pushing. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get to these cash apps and all of these PayPal's and all of that stuff for the brothers here. We got over here. All right, but now what's now? Let's get back to the show. All right, let's get back to the show. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. We should stay focused. All right, let's get back focused on the show. All right, let's see here. Anybody get drafted yet? Nobody. All right, uh, we got uh, who is this, Mister Jimmy, Jimmy Elijah Hendricks with the. Damn, he said the coffee fund. He hit me with a sponsor, co-sponsor. I'm rich, man. He said the coffee fund. I know you're running low. Man, I got coffee for the, the year, I believe. Thank you, man. Deshaun Rose, hey, coach, just checking in. Can't wait for the main topic. Appreciate you. No government name. Thanks for all your help and knowledge over on the Cash app. Appreciate you for contributing. U.S. Army retired. Check this out, Coach. My mom is watching your podcast with me, and she suggests an old-school video that is RP'd. It is the 1991 p.m. dawn 
Reality used to be a friend of mine. And the lady on the swing is reality. All right, I'm going to check that out. Uh, I wasn't a PM Dawn fan back in the day. I thought, you know, that they came along when hip hop was turning into gangster rap. But um, they did have one hit. I think I can't remember what it's called. But I didn't remember this hit. But I'm going to check it out after the show. Shout out to your mom. Appreciate her for chiming in, checking in. All right, we appreciate a diverse audience too. But, uh, we still running the show around here. Deshaun Rose catches up. He says, hey, coach, this five for the court rant this morning. I can't read, judge. Had me sniggling so bad. I could hardly drive my truck. Hilarious. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. If you try that, man, you might get away with it, but you might go to jail. Just depends. Uh, my man, we'll call you D. Will is in the building. Did you do a junior college Calculation comparison for Cry Reese. I did, and it was a disaster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did CJ Stroud? Okay, CJ Stroud went number two. All right. So I did do a junior college calculation, <laughs> and it was a disaster. But what it turned out to be, if you want to know, um, Tyrese, a little uh, equivalent, the, the, what he paid for every piece of sex he got from his wife was $1,500. $1,500, it turned out to, and we overestimated the amount of times he was intimate with his wife. So we put it at about 400 times, which we gave it like 10 times a month over a three and a half year period. And so we came up with 10 times a month as an average. That's might be pretty high, but it was like 400 times. Now we did divide it into $661 million and I, I did it. And I look like an idiot, but it's okay. I'm willing to look dumb every now and then. But for some reason, when I grabbed the calculator, I had millions in my mind. And so the number wasn't coming up. It was coming up to 1 million, which didn't make sense because he only paid $600,000, right? Yeah. Anybody watching it, it was quite hilarious. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. All right. It was bad. But anyway, I can do some shuffling too. I can't just do calculation on the fly, even with the calculator in my hand. Even with calculation in my hand, it was just not working. So what it amounted to, though, $1,500 each time he had fornication with his wife. Yes, I said fornication. $1,500 each time. Now, if it was half of that, if it was half of that, go ahead and double it. 3,000 times every time he, $3,000 every time he touched his wife. I mean, he could have been at the junior college. All right. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. You have to go over there and then you can watch it simultaneously or whatever. All right, Maryland guy, we're going to get three and then we're going to get going on here. Maryland guy says, hey, what's up, coach? Girl at work is dating a six foot six giga chat bodybuilder. She says today he can pick me up and throw me around. He honestly really scares me. I asked her, why you with him then? Exactly. Mm. Not only does it, uh, not only does uh, he scare her. He also makes her wetter than the Niagara Falls. All right. So you guys got to understand. I've been hearing this. You know, I've been hearing it for a while, but I have recently just heard. I want a man to use me. I want a man to throw me around. I want a man to tie me up. I want a man to choke me, use me, own me. They own some shit, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. I know, man, that scared, that fear makes them, puts them in their submissive. Purr. Meow, 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 meow. That's dangerous. He also says R.I.P. to Jerry Springer because of him. 
we got to see the biggest piece of trailer park trash in the world for many years from the cover from the comfort of our own sofa with the box spring sticking up. Guys, women want listen, women want to be dominated. Women want to be dominated. They want to be throttled. They want to be folded up. They want to be manhandled, if you will, but there's a line. There is a line. They want to be put in their place. This is a natural need for them. In fact, you will find many career women want to not boss you around as much. They want to boss you around when their friends and families around. They want to kind of pull rank, but they want to be in their purr, purr. They wants to be in their purr. They like it. It is ingrained in them. I mean, look, man, it's one of those things that you just going to have to. Yeah, it's a thin line. It's a thin line. Remember the girl that went up and drove up all the way from Southern California, San Diego, to meet up with uh, the baseball player, Trevor Bauer in Pasadena. Quite a long ride. She wanted to get beat up. Now, I'm not telling you, man, you must get consent when you do this. Like, they like, I, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. But it is what it is. All right? It's just a way to do it. It's a way to do it. And if they get and you do it right, they you got her, man. Doesn't mean she's not yours, though. I mean, she's only yours. They will get throttled by other men. But that being said, Straggle and Sniggle Theater is up. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, let's go. <laughs> Mr. Info says the law doesn't care about her Niagara Falls. Don't do it. Facts. See, it's a thin line, guys. And with women in particular, there's always a thin line. There's a thin line to every damn thing. So you guys got to watch it and play it safe. Um, do not be, if they ask to get beat up, don't do it. All right. If they ask to get choked, make sure um, you ain't strangling they ass. <laughs> All right. So uh, because they will take pictures after it, no matter what, no matter how well it went. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. Memphis, Tennessee. I got some background music I'm going to add to this Memphis, Tennessee um, only in Memphis, they say. And for some reason, I got to refresh it because, yeah, here we go right here. Oh, man, I got to turn the music down. I can't play it. Uh, check out how they ride in the whip in Memphis. Holy mackerel. My goodness. Oh, the humanity. Damn. <laughs> hey, Mem anybody in Memphis or Tupelo today? Anyone? Oxford, Mississippi? Anybody over on that part of Memphis? What y'all got going on here, man? My man, is that a, uh, you know, he bought him a card at, uh, I can't remember what they call it, but um, where it's totaled, but you can still buy it as long as you can fix it. You might be able to register it. I can't remember what it's called. I, I, I haven't been looking for them in a, quite a long time, but check out my man's whip. Sheesh. I mean, women are going to be all on this guy. Salvage title. Thank you, man. He's got a salvage title right there. Good Lord. Man, the rims are spinning. I think he just picked this up at the pick apart. He definitely picked this up at the pick apart. Look at my man. Memphis stand up. <laughs> my man, like, I here's my question. This is the pick apart car. <laughs> like, this is the car that was the pick apart. Like, they literally was like, you know what? Because I can't imagine this was a wreck. I can't imagine this was a result of an accident. I think there was an accident. They totaled it. The insurance company totaled it. And then people came and picked this one apart. This is what is going. 
Is this legal? No seatbelt. My gosh, my man is Jose. Uh-oh. Yo, man. Here's the thing. I got I got $10,000 that that ninja going to fix that car up, and it's going to be riding. It might be primer gray. It might be primer gray at it. But I got 10,000 racks that he fixes that bitch up, and it be looking smooth. He going to have two 12 subwoofers in the back. It's going to have hydraulics. It's going to be leaning to the side, three-wheel motion. <laughs> All right. It's going to have a pancake drop. This hey, if anybody gonna fix this up right here, <laughs> it's this guy. I got my money on him. These dudes, man, Mexicans are they're the most they're the most resourceful human beings on the planet. They're the most resourceful human beings on the planet. They can fix any goddamn thing. All right, anything. And the reason why is because they know tools. They'll have five tools. They'll fix the whole goddamn car. All right, I've seen these guys build a whole housing pro housing community in less than a year. Roof, everything. <laughs> he don't need no AC. Man, he gonna fix this ish up, and it's gonna he'll ride it for he'll ride it for ten years, bro. Shout out to him. My goodness, man. Shot, and he's in Memphis. Memphis, look out. Watch out for your boy out there. We're going to have to get the license plate on that just to see how he turns up. <laughs> I want to see how that turns up. He probably picked that up and it was like, they was like, he was like, hey, um, excuse me, orderly, que onda, que pasa, do you want that car? You wanted that car? It was probably a white, a white guy looking at that car sitting on his lawn. Boy, you want this one, boy? Last time I seen this one, a nigger was running out of it. It exploded everywhere. This the one you want here, boy? Si, senora. Quanto cuesta? <laughs> Quanto cuesta? Quanto, quantos, quantos pesos? <laughs> he was like, you can take it, boy. Boy, just take the goddamn car. I don't need the damn thing. Give me $5 and a couple of pieces of beef jerky, a bottle of Mountain Dew, a bag of sunflower seeds, one ounce of uh uh tobacco. Gimme, gimme uh <laughs> gimme two bags of funyum rings. Just drive down to the come and go. Gonna get me a 72 ounce Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right. Yep, give me a fifth of Foon Shine. Uh, uh no, no, don't give me no Bud Light. You come back around here with some Bud Light, I've been to shoot you, boy. I've been on shoot you. We don't drink Bud Light around here. Nothing Bud Light. Give me a Coors Light. Natty Light. <laughs> Give me a whole 12-pack of Natty Light. Yep. Oh, I need the cigarettes. Definitely, definitely need the cigarettes. And you can take the damn thing. Give me some dip. Mm. Jose came back. <laughs> okay, Jose came back with all that. Natty Light, sunflower seeds, beef jerky. The dude was like, take it. Jose ran down the street. He was like, he was like, start it up. He said, the damn thing run too. He going to put a lawnmower engine in the mother. Jose, that's how you found him. Look how he looking out the corner of his eye. Look how he looking. <laughs> Jose like, just wait to see if uh, when I fix this up, I get the last laugh. 
I got to work on my accents. I got to work on my accents. He going to get the last laugh on y'all. All right. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. A woman, a, a woman is found to be pregnant, allegedly, with another man's child. But she's still blaming, she's still blaming Jermaine. It is all Jermaine's all right, let's go to the scene of the crime. Uh, we definitely got a um slump buster in the building. Y'all ninjas impregnate any goddamn thing, man. Let's go back to slump buster university here. Look at take a look at this. My goodness, man. Oh, the humanity. Y'all will impregnate any goddamn thing. But anyway, woman gets put out because she's pregnant with another man's child. Straggling sniggle theater. I don't know. Oh, what are you what man, is going on? Why am I here? You pregnant? Who you heard that from? It don't matter. Are you pregnant? I might be. By who? I mean, how could it be you if you ain't even home? You never hear. All right. So uh, she's already pulling the you never hear card. Um, and so this is definitely some military guys. Uh, the guys focus on his job. And uh, she seems quite comfortable in them jeans, too, boy. I tell you. All right. But you're never here. It's your fault. Yep. It is your fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. So I don't even see wait, wait, you. Wait, wait, I gotta wait, call wait. you. Pencil that in. You have time with you. So you saying you pregnant? It's not mine. And you living here? Why pay all the bills at? Um. Yeah, I don't think she had an answer for that. There was definitely some quiet there. So he lives with her, gentlemen. This woman lives with this gentleman, and allegedly he's not home enough because he's out paying the bills to support her lifestyle and. She has nothing to say about that. Now he's basically, she's basically going to say, well, I wonder where she got pregnant. That's my question. <laughs> All right. Since he's never there, she might have used those premises. Let's hear what her answer is there. That's the least you could Are do. You like my That's the least you could do. Oh. What you mean? You've been neglecting me for a long time. So you going to baby on me? Um, I love these facial features here. See, the face she's making is, you see the eyebrows lifted. This is the face of no remorse, all right? And when you see the face of no remorse, it is a painful feeling because you're trying to talk uh, some sense into her, and she's definitely caught red-handed or at least big-titty-handed. And then she has no remorse, and she gaslights and turns it back on you, and she blames you. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's all Jermaine's <laughs> And so now here she is here with the face of no remorse, and we're going on ahead with the story. I mean, it's getting. I didn't even hear it from her anyway. Why y'all talking in the first place? That's what I mean. That's the stuff that I've been talking about. That's what I mean. It's simple stuff like that. You can't talk to me, but you can talk to her. How that make sense? You think I'm stupid? You sitting up here with a secret, baby. You talking about talking? What was you gonna say? Secret? You just didn't know about it. So what is that? Well, you know. And, and these things, man, this is real. It, it wasn't a secret. It wasn't a secret. You just didn't know about it. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's going to be difficult for him to throw her out of the house. He has rights. You can't just throw her out. Then she's pregnant. You throw a pregnant woman out, even though it's not your baby. It's a bit. It's a bad deal. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't a secret. I just didn't tell you about it. You just didn't know. All right. And so Anthony Richardson to the Indianapolis Colts, they definitely needed a quarterback. All right. So Oakland Raiders are, I mean, the Vegas Raiders are looking sketchy. They need, they need the quarterback from Tennessee. I mean, Kentucky. All right. And maybe the one for Tennessee. Let's continue. It's called a secret. It's called you. Look, you was out of the loop. You just needed to be out of the loop. But you, but you, 
a whole kid together. You, is that is that my kid? Keisha, we could we could find Keisha, out. We could call Morris. Keisha, 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 so she's saying it's a possibility. Shit. See, now this is to put you in a quagmire, right? Um, even if she knows it might not be a possibility, you still gonna have be on the hook for child support. You're still gonna be on hook for taking her to uh her her appointments. If you don't do it, she could say you didn't do it and contribute. There was actually a couple of states that put into law, I think Utah put in the law that you can be financially responsible for 50% of all medical bills during a pregnancy. The problem is what about paternity fraud, which paternity fraud is considerably low, but it's high. It's high, but it's low. So the lawmakers pushed it through and you can be responsible for all medical bills during a woman's pregnancy. It creates a problem for uh, the paternity fraud people, but this is, this is what he's up against because he's not certain. Let's just say he pulls back. He falls back. Kicks her out of the house, but the baby's his. Yeah, he's screwed. All right, he's screwed. If the baby's not his, it's the best case scenario. That a six-year-old is not my kid. When have you spent time with me? When have you been around? I'm always working with you. All right, so he asked her, what, what about my six-year-old? What about the six-year-old? Is that mine? She did not answer. Did you guys catch that? What about the six-year-old? And she skipped it. Wow. You call more if you want to call more. So you're saying it's not my kid? I'm saying it's a possibility. That a six-year-old is not my kid. When have you spent time with me? When have you been around? I'm always working with you. It makes money. What you mean? I'm paying everything. Like, come on. You for real? They're going to give me a copyright. Let's go ahead and go see if there's some music here. Play daddy daycare here? No. Not doing that. You gonna sit up here and lay in the bed while you pregnant? Like how long is you gonna keep this up? Was you gonna say anything at all? I mean, what do you sit here and tell me what you doing when you going all hours in the night when you don't? She don't answer any questions. <laughs> she don't answer any questions. <laughs> she just deflect, redirect. All right, here we go, right here, guys. Again, this is why men are remaining single. Deflect, redirect, get back on your ass. Let me put this pain on your neck. Let me see something here. She hasn't answered any questions. You gonna sit up here and lay in the bed while you pregnant? Like, how long is you gonna keep this up? Was you gonna say anything at all? I mean, what do you sit here and tell me what you're doing when you're gone all hours of the night? When you so, so again, this is a classic female debate tactic or argument tactic. Just, just abandon the argument at this point. She's um not even trying to consider be considerate to answer the questions, man. Why? You gonna come back for two and three days? But you working though, right? You yeah. working? Because what job has you gone for that long? And let me guess, your phone just don't got it. You don't have a charger. Your phone just don't work. Your thumb's broke. What in the hell does that have to do with her being pregnant with another man's baby while she's living at the house? That is the only subject matter up for conversation. Now she's trying to say, well, you're never here. That, that has nothing to do with it right now. I'm talking about why are you pregnant and why are you living here? And she did answer it's a possibility. So let's make everything possible and get you evicted. You don't have a way to communicate with nobody. The difference is, ain't nobody telling you nothing. I can't play this no more. This whole segment is going to be cut out of the video.
because they're going to give me a copyright claim and that's going to be it. So anyway, let me see what happened. The remainder of it. Yeah. Her big, but uh, she's grabbing her bags, right? She's getting out of there. If you can see, I can't play the rest of the videos. There's too much music at, in it. Yeah. Too much music. The music's too high. So anyway, it looks like she's got her bag and she's ready to get up out of there. Shout out to her. All right. That's Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Shout out to Isidro Rusco says, Coach, we need a clip of that milk of magnesia from yesterday calling that dude all sorts of ninjas. All right. Call them all types of bitches. Ambitious better have my money. Shout out to Brown 310. Free agent last out for life. Raider Nation for life. All right. Our pick is coming up here. Uh, two picks away. Shout out to Stacy in the building. Johnson, pause. All right, pause. I'm he says, it's 10 racks, coach. He says, keep doing your thing. Much love. It's 10 racks. Shout out to you. Appreciate you. Roberto Moreno, Coach Radamas is right. If we men all stick together, that's when things can change in our relationship. CGA is changing men's lives and saving them at the same time, goat, goat, look at this headache. All right, so you want a relationship. I don't, I'm not saying your relationship is going to turn out that way. But the guy had a relationship was what he thought was a relationship. And look, look at what he's putting up with. I mean, do you guys, listen, do you guys want to put up with any of that? I wouldn't put up with any of that. There's not any way that I would even get close to dealing with anybody like that. There's no way. There's no way, man. I'm like, no, there's nothing attractive about that shit. All right. Well, we call Bobby. Bobby, is that you, Bobby? He says, are you going to touch on the Emmy Yudoka hiring? He fumbled the bag and picked up his fumble bag and scored. I did touch on it. And I said, Houston might not be the best place for him to be. And we were considering where other places where he might go. And uh, he doesn't have what he had in, in Boston. He I mean, right now they're still in the playoffs on path to become champion. That would suck for him to watch that. I'm pretty sure he's rooting for them to lose. <laughs> All right. He wants them to win, but he's like, please don't win. I'm going to look like shit. But um, Houston is not the best place for him to go, considering the demographics in Houston and the available boo-hoo-tee. By the way, um, actually, he's not. Is he with Nia Long anymore? I think they broke up. Might be fine. He just has to make sure he don't touch on anybody in the organization. So good for him. I'm I'm happy that um that Houston was able to overlook what he had there. He it's not the best job. Uh James Harden is projected to be back in Houston. That's not a win. I mean, he's not a winner. James Harden not a winner. So I mean, I don't know if that helps him out. I would avoid James Harden like the plague. This is just me talking as a sports analysis. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he was able to get another job. He just has to now learn what everybody else learned from his own mistakes. Shout out to my man. Can I say your name? I don't know, man. We're going to call you the education movement. He says, thanks for all that you do. I've learned so much from you. Wanted to update you that I did not get the $140,000 and we'll call it a one for $14 million job. After six interviews, damn. So I was pissed off, but I'm going to tell you 
that uh, to use that energy and you're going to take that. You're going to use that energy to focus on building my own education business also. Had to tell you, Coach, your auto book is at the library, the local library on Hoopla app. All right, check that out. He says, I just bought your paperback to support. Thanks, Coach, for helping us out. Shout out to you. My audio book is over there. Interesting. I hope it's not free. <laughs> I hope they drop a ninja a couple of dollars in here. Okay. Six interviews is tough. You're really invested in the interview process. You're pretty much thinking you're going to get the job after the six interview tough. It must have been a very um, highly secure job there. It must be something. All right. Oh, man, they dissing me. Okay, wow. They doing me. They do. They doing me dirty. Oh, right, I'm going to pull that up. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see here. They doing me dirty. So anyway, uh, what do we got? Eugene Morgan. I think we should release. Hardened vic uh, violent criminals for one or two nights out of the year to keep the U.S. population numbers to keep it up. He says we have uh, we need new babies for future generations. We do. We do. But we also need to kind of I don't know, man. Are, are, do, you, do we need to depopulate or what? Do we need to depopulate? Or do we need more people? Because the most of the people that are coming up are poor. They're poor, right? Most of the people who are um, uh, being born in this earth are poor and they ain't got nowhere to go. They ain't got nowhere to go. Yeah, they did me dirty. All right, shout out to XL Pro Services. Salute to the coach gang. And then last one, he says, Mr. Michael says, Candace Owens bodied Steven Crowder today, coach. Oh, my Lord. She could not wait. Why is my banner still running across the screen? I bet you Candace Owens could not wait to body Steven Crowder. Sheesh. Do you think we can, do you, just the blue cities? We got too many poor people to be populating. And what is it about women wanting to get bigged up to be a mother these days? I was going to play this clip by Grant Cardone's wife. I might still play it. And this is why these women are like, uh, it was like um, she was just big up in herself about being a mother. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Uh, I got a question. You know, I'm, being a mother is a very, very big deal. All right. Because I can't do it. I wouldn't do it. It's a very big deal. But um, they're like, oh, we should be praised and we should be worshipped and so forth and so on. My question is this. More the women before them actually had like six kids. Some women had like seven, eight, nine, 50, 11 kids. These women at best got one or two kids. The third one, they pushing it unless they live, unless they're really poor, then they'll have six. Okay. These people have all of this. They have all of the, these women have all of these uh, opportunities to do all these other things. They become a mom. They have one or two kids. They want all kind of praises. All kind of praise. I'm like, you got one freaking kid. By the way, there was a comedian who I shall not name because then if I name him, the quote would be irrelevant because people, you know, they can't do that. You you name the person and then you tell the quote and they're like, well, the person's a piece of shit. All right. A comedian once said, you're not even a real parent unless you have two kids. You have to have at least two kids to be considered a real parent. Because having one kid is not even, you're not even going to get the full parenting experience. You're not going to be able to let, get the kids lying on each other. Who didn't put these dishes away? 
they be pointing at each other like Spider-Man, right? You don't get two kids talking to you at the same time, trying to tell you a story and shit. You're like, hold on, one at a time. They cutting it off. So they do, they, these people have one kids, one kid, and they think they did something. They won a damn Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. 80% of women that have actually lived and breathed and stole oxygen on earth has hatched children. At least one child. 80% of women that have walked this God's green earth has hatched a child. All right. What are you talking about? <laughs> like you, you, you're doing something that animals do without thinking about it. All right. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, man. Like, come on, man. Y'all asking for too much praise for not even, even getting close to what your grandmother did. Not e barely your mother. All right, so uh, what are we doing here? Oh, we're going to put our Kostradamus hat on. Kostradamus style. Raiders pick coming up here. Pushing P. Remember, I've been telling you, they're going to do the silent P thing. They're going to be pushing P. What is P? Well, we call it metaphilia over here. I don't push P. I push consensual legal adult contracts. Now, you might not be comfortable with my age gap, but that's just your problem. It ain't mine. But I do keep it legal. But I've been telling you, they're going to start pushing P, meaning they're going to make it legal for mostly the reading rainbow community, not you guys. You can't go down to the high school, no. But the reading rainbow community is going to be down at the middle school and the elementary school. Absolutely. And I've been predicting that, that that was their agenda. And take a look. It's in a book. Watch this. Take a look. Redux, a transgender state representative in many, many, many soda, has moved to strike a clause in HF 1655, which prevented metaphilia from being classified as a sexual orientation. If adopted, sexual attachment to children could become a protected characteristic. Let's let the circus. I've been telling you guys. I've been telling you. Now, do your own due diligence on this. I've been telling you guys. This shit is coming, and it's coming fast. Pause. Okay, Coach Adamus in the building. I'm telling you, man, look. Now, not all reading Rainbow is going to be on board with this type of thing, right? But it doesn't matter at this point. So that you can be like, let's say you're reading Rainbow. And you were like, well, I don't want it. It don't matter. It don't matter if you want it or not. They pushing it, right? Well, they don't, they, I don't agree with that. So what? <laughs> right? But how do we get here, though? Slippery slope. Slippery slope is how we got here. But y'all couldn't leave well enough alone. So you can act like your hands are dirty. I'm sorry, you can act like your hands are clean, but it's not. Silent P is on the way. I've been telling you this for years. It's coming. Pause. That's what she said. Or they, them said. Just get it right. Just get it right. And this is when you say, man, look, they've been out here. Well, what's wrong with drag queens at the school? Slippery slope. That's what it is. Well, they're not doing nothing yet. They're not doing nothing right now. Okay. I'm not saying they all will, but they all can at this particular point. And when the law is the law, hey, this is just in Minnesota. Give it 10 years. It'll be everywhere. By the way, if you guys think I'm wrong, I bet as sources of proof, they are actually looking at prostitution. Prostitution used to be an act that was considered completely immoral 
and it wouldn't even be down your neighborhoods and schools. Look where we are. You have New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and everybody essentially turning a blind eye to it. How about gambling? Gambling was once seen as impossible to be um, legalized, and it is legalized not just in Las Vegas or Nevada. It is legalized in almost 23 states. Plus, you can do it on an app. Gambling 20 years ago would be considered they're one of those things that would never be legal sports gambling. Not only that, marijuana. Marijuana would never be 20, 40, 30 years ago. You would never think people could be walking down the street smoking a joint. In New York, you can do that. So never think, never think that these things that you think are off limits is never going to be overlooked and they're just going to get turned a blind's eye and then eventually just be like, let's just make it legal. Okay. I've lived in an era where things, were considered to be never um, legal or never going to happen, and it happened. I never thought I'd see a president claim to be black be elected and, and then a fake woman that claims to be black be the vice president, but here we are. But here we are. See, nothing's out of the realm of possibility. Nothing is out of the realm of possibility. We are here in a time where things 50 years ago were impossibly going to be legalized. Now we're here. And this we get here, slippery slope. Everybody's quiet. Uh, speaking of, check this out. Check this out. But this is why I don't try to save society. I don't try to save this thing. I'm just reporting, and I'm reporting like uh, Easy E was reporting from the crack cocaine era in Los Angeles. Right? He was like, "I'm just reporting what I see. I'm just reporting what I see. I'm not trying to fight it. I'm not trying to stop it. It's it's too late, guys. Check this out. Public school indoctrination cap, if you will." Check this story out. Allegedly, this is from Fox News, but I don't know. Do your own due diligence. This is according to him. Let it rip. Elementary schools are now indoctrinating kids with gender ideology. Now, a school district in Vermont, it's called the Exit Wexford School District, just sent out this memo to fifth grade parents. Quote, we will be using the following language with students. Person who produces sperm in the place of boy. Person who produces eggs in the place of girl. So you can't say boy or girl anymore to fifth graders. This is nuts. Tulsi Gabbard is a former presidential candidate. Fox News contributor joins us now. Tulsi, your reaction to what's happening in Vermont. This is crazy. <laughs> All right. And so let me, I'm not going to let Tulsi Gabbard speak on my show, but Tulsi, you're invited to the house, to the studio. Maybe we can have a discussion. Uh, we'll keep it on the up and up. Uh, but I don't allow socks or shoes in my house, just to let you know. Once you get through the door, you have to take off all socks and shoes, all footwear. All right. But anyway, getting back to the show. When I've been telling you standing in the middle, straddling, it is not a defense. Well, I'm a moderate. Well, I'm in the middle. Well, I'm just some of the sort of the balance perspective. That's nowhere to sit. All right. That is nowhere to sit in this time and age. That's not a bragging point. That's not a point where you can be like, well, it's better if you give both sides of the perspective. No, it don't. No, it doesn't. You have to see what things are and you have to be somewhat um, willing to call it out. It's sort of cowardice to stand behind him. We're like, well, I don't want to go all in, you know. Mm. <laughs> all right. These are the things that are happening. Why? Because people are quiet. People are quiet. People don't really care. People act like they care and they really don't. And then all of a sudden when they goes far, then they're like, whoa, no, I've been sounding the alarm on this, and this is this is where we are. You're not going to sound the alarm when it begins. You're like, well, it's just one school. Slippery slope. Trojan horse. Okay. It's one school. Then it'll be 10. Then it'll be 50, 11 schools. Then it'll be the whole nation in the next 20 years. 
Right? It'll be what it is. You don't stop it or you don't at least acknowledge it up front. There's no complaining about it when it goes too far, period. So you got fifth graders saying that a person who produces sperm would be in place of boy and a person who produces eggs would be in place of girls. Here we go. <laughs> Man, unreal. And uh, why did I flash her back up on the screen? Raiders picking up next. Uh, guarantee you, Coach Adamas tells you they're going to draft the quarterback from Kentucky uh, with this pick at number seven. Let me see if I can get his name right. And I actually was looking at him, and I saw some highlights last month when I thought the early projection said Will Levis, the early projection said that he would be drafted uh, by the Raiders. And uh, I was taking a look at his highlight packages. Then we had the Anthony uh, Raider Nation is on the screen. They had the uh, Anthony guy from Florida. That's a possibility, but I for sure knew that this guy, he's kind of like a, He's kind of like a young uh, Buffalo Bills quarterback, if you will. All right. Somebody said he sucks. I just need him to do the job, Ninja. I just need him to do the job. Hey, here's the thing. What was the guy? Um, what's the guy from Buffalo? The guy from Buffalo. What's his name? I can't. You know, I don't know names. What's the Buffalo Bill quarterback name? What, is, what the hell his name is? All right. Oh, they drafted somebody. Else? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, not Jim. Josh Allen. Jim Kelly. <laughs> Josh Allen. They said he sucked too, all right? Again, it's kind of like you got to put him in the right system. They said Josh Allen sucked and um, because he went to Wyoming. He barely won six games in two years or so in Wyoming. Now look at Josh Allen. He can't get past the AFC divisional round playoffs, but he sure can put up some numbers, all right? He sure can win a couple of games in the regular season. <laughs> That's all we want. I'm tired of going six and, and 11. All right, anyway, let's get back to the push and the pee. What about the divorce, guys? We're going to give you a divorce story. Check this story. Wait a minute. Is this going to be? Oh, but I don't pay, coach. But I don't pay. I'm, I'm, I got my eyes on the draft clock over here. Thank you, man. Somebody said you saved me, coach. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Will Levis is a playoff quarterback. I need your ass to dink and dunk. I need you to nickel and dime. I need you to run the offense. I need you to be able to scramble from the pocket. I need you to be able to pick up a first down. That's what I need you to do. I don't need you to do nothing else. I don't need no 40-yard bomb. I don't need no I don't need no turnovers. I don't need no fumbles. I need you to be strong. I need you to be able to take a sack. I need you to be smart. I need you to be able to know the playbook. <laughs> you think he could be had later in the draft? I don't know, man. We desperate. I need a, I need you to throw it to Devontae. I need you to be to spread that shit around. I'm asking for too much. All right, damn. <laughs> Y'all too much. All right, I need to check down. I need you to look. Devontae, nope, Renfro. That's what I need you to do. All right, take a sack, pause. Sack is a pause? All right, but I don't pay, coach. All right, get the pick in already. All right, so this is a guy right here. I'm waiting for the pick. This guy right here, he says, um, remember I tell you uh, all men pay. This is a tiresome argument, but I'm going to show you a gentleman here. Where they say, um, they say married men. I say married men pay the most. Free women cost the most. This is what I say. And uh, this is going to be an example of a married man who pays a lot. All right, the pick is in. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, we got the pick coming in. Where's the commission? Raider. Oh, the Raiderettes are there. Hello. Good job, ladies. Good job, ladies. All right, look at those waistlines. I'm going to tell you, man. All right, Raider Nation is partying in the back. All right, let's put this up here. Damn, they taking all day messing up my show. I'm giving you the live reaction right now. If they don't draft that quarterback, 
Somebody thinks he's getting no, they he's gonna get picked up. He's gonna get picked up. Raider Nation is partying as they as we do. We can party. Somebody said Raiders. Oh, Raiders not winning nothing. All right, y'all hate. Hey, let the hey hate and let the money pile up. Okay, man, announced the pick already. Man, look, my audience is dropping off. <laughs> we need, we do need some defense. We do need some defense. All right, come on, man. They got the pick. Get, get it going here. I'm out. They got me waiting because I'm gonna get into the story. And then all of a sudden, they're going to roll up on there on the stand. All right, his name. Okay, here he comes. All right, pause. Tyree Wilson. Oh, my goodness. Okay, all right. Um. Well, <laughs> Tyree, Tyree Wilson. I mean, I guess the quarterback from Kentucky can wait. Uh, we do need some help on the edge there. We do need some help on the edge. He said he looking like Willie Beeman. <laughs> hey, only the Raiders can fuck up a draft. We went for a defensive end. I mean, we do have we do have a defensive end now already. We needed some defensive backs. We need a def- we need a defensive back. We do need an edge rusher. I, I I don't I'm we can get an edge rusher anytime. I mean, I'm looking at his highlights. Texas Tech. Oh my lord. We went to damn Lubbock, Texas to pick up a DN. All right, look at this. Okay, all right, I'm looking at the guy right here. All right, look. Okay, he cuts in, double team, sacked the damn. He sacked the Rice quarterback. All right, my gosh. He sacked the quarterback from Rice. All right, what else did he do? All right, he sacked the Oklahoma State quarterback. Anybody could do that. All right, two sack. He got a half sack. What else did he do? All right, he's going to the inside. Big money. He sacked the Texas A&M quarterback. All right, moving on. I mean, we done for the year. Ra- Raiders, we already, we. Now, somebody said, somebody said we could have waited for the Will, uh, the guy from Kentucky later in the draft. We could have waited. We could have waited for him. We could have got him. We could have got him anyway. We could have got him at any point of the draft. What? Come on, man. We need a quarterback. We 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 can't we can't depend on that quarterback for the 49ers. We can't depend on him. He's glass. Man, we done, man. I'm canceling mm. my tickets. I'm canceling my season tickets. All right. I need a QB, man. <laughs> he can't do nothing. He's not gonna do we oh man. Anyway, next, let's get to the show. We don't need that position. We need defensive backs and quarterbacks. That's what we need. Let's continue. This guy is a classic husband or grandfather. This looks like a grandfather or a husband. He looks more like a husband, but I can't tell. But this is a guy when we say men don't pay. Men don't pay, right? But check this out. Those Disney character bill. Okay, let me play the video and then we'll go back to trying to read. All right, so let's get here. It says when your hubby sees one of the breakfast bills at Disney, play it. You don't want me. Oh, you got to move over here. Yeah, yes, guys. Yes, check this out. This is an old dad. Yes, it is an old dad. This is probably his second marriage, and his wife was probably 12 years younger. So he probably got married and divorced. He was out. He probably got divorced at 36, and then he remarried again. 
uh, when he was like 38, 40. And then the wife was like 28. <laughs> right. And then he went ahead and he knocked her up. And now six years later, he's now like pushing 50 or something like that. It's probably something like that. So, yeah, second, third marriages, this ninja. Now look at your bitch ass. You could have had. This is why I tell you, just stay single. I mean, I know you got lovely kids and you love your kids, but check this out. You don't want me. You got to move over here. I don't want to be a father and be this old. I do not want to be a father and be this old. Hell no. I am not going to be going to Disneyland at 60. There is no way in holy hell I would ever do that. If I, hell no, no way. I'm going to be on a boat somewhere where y'all ninjas can't find me fishing. <laughs> you know what? And you know what's funny? That bill probably two hundred dollars. That bill was probably two hundred dollars, and you know what they ate? Frosted flakes, and the kids didn't eat shit. I bet you the kids didn't eat nothing. They got a couple of bananas, a couple of buffets. They probably got four people at the buffet. They got a whole glass of glasses of orange juice and coffee, and it probably cost them two hundred dollars. Actually, you know what? That happened to me once. I took my kids to a place called um, Pelican Hill in Newport Coast. Newport Coast. And um, my kids were young. I was like, I'm going to take my kids to Pelican Hill. And the reason I did that is because I had two gift cards. I had two gift cards to Pelican Hill. If you don't know anything about Pelican Hill and Newport Coast, look it up. It's been a place that I we lived around for a long time, but it's high price. It's high price hotel. I mean, rich, really wealthy people um, go in, in uh, a vacation at Pelican Hill. So I take my kids to breakfast at Pelican Hill because I got $75 uh, gift card. I go, I'm like, there's no way it's going to be over. Uh, Pelican Bay is the resort. I was like, there's no way we're going to spend over a hundred bucks. So I take them. We go to the buffet. I got $75 worth of gift cards to Pelican Hill. Kept Pelican Bay. Very expensive golf course. We eat. My kids eat a bowl of fruit, a couple of bowls of cereal, barely touch the yogurt. I get omelet, steak, bacon. I get bacon and all that shit. I get a regular breakfast. That shit was $200. <laughs> I got the bill. I was like, whoa. For some cereal. They didn't even eat. They didn't even eat nothing but cereal. I could have kept them at home and bought them a bag of, a bag of cornflakes, the generic style. And I could have diced up some fruit. What they ate was the equivalent of um, uh, $6. <laughs> they ate $6 worth of breakfast. And I sit up there and pay $200, all right, because I had a gift card. Gift cards are always a, gift cards are always to sneak attack you. Gift cards are always going to sneak attack you. S same thing as gift certificates. They are sneak attacks. Somebody gives you a gift card for to Nordstrom's for $250. That ain't enough. Okay, that ain't enough. You ain't got you ain't going to have enough as soon as you go to Nordstrom's. You're going to go in there to try to buy something, and you're going to be you're gonna be show. <laughs> so gift cards are always a sneak attack. That's always a sneak attack to get your ass in there. There ain't, there ain't nothing in, in Nordstrom's you can get but $250, something not something you want. So same thing as gift. Yeah, gift cards are a bait and switch. It's a bad deal, man. 
it's a badass deal. So anyway, same thing happened here and same thing happened to that father. By the way, all men pay. I can get a whole bunch of socks. Yeah. He says, not always depends on where you go. Ninja, what kind of? <laughs> Why do people think that that? Hold on for a second. I'm going to put that shit on the board. You know what? Look at this here. I'm, a, I'm, about, I'm about to roast your ass right here. What kind of rebuttal is this? I just got to ask you, sir. I made a general comment. <laughs> I just made a, yeah, we going to, the pen of shame. I make a general comment. I say women can screw you in a divorce. You say not always depends on the woman. <laughs> I say you might get hurt badly, severely in a car accident in general. That's why we have car insurance. You say not always. You can actually come out without a scratch. Depends on how bad the accident is. I say you're probably going to break up with your girlfriend within three years of your relationship. Not always. Depends on the girl. Like, what in the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Like, you type this in. You literally on your computer or your phone typing this shit as a rebuttal to what I just said. <laughs> This is in, gen in, in general when you have dealing with high end. Yes, when you go to the Burlington Coat Factory. When you go to the Burlington Coat Factory with a $100 gift card, I'm sure you can do very well. But I don't shop at the Burlington Coat Factory. When you go to Marshalls and Ross with $100, yes, you're going to come out like a bandit. You're going to make out like a bandit at Marshall's. <laughs> when you go to Oshkosh Pagosh. <laughs> of course, you're going to do fine at Oshkosh Pagosh and pay less shoe stores. <laughs> and Ross, you're going to be fine, sir. We're talking about high-end shit. Like Omega, Rolex, Louis. That's what we're talking about. High-end hotels. You go to the Days Inn, the Red Roof Inn, you'll be fine with your gift card with the Continental Breakfast. Not always, but yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> My man said, Omega, Louie, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's sitting up there like, wait, babe, what are those? What that mean? All right, let me stop. We're just having fun. I'm pissed at the Raiders drafted that guy. That's what I'm mad at. Anyway, <laughs> how about this for a divorce? Depends on the divorce. Here we go right here. Uh, this is how far divorces are going to go be down bad here. Wife getting divorced wants R5600 extra maintenance for dogs. <laughs> Wife, get who's, man, it's a wrap. This is goes into what I've been telling you about. This is what I've been telling you about, about pet moms. I've been telling you about these pet moms. They're the new mothers. We have less children and we have more pets. Specifically with dogs, they've hijacked man's best friend and made him their own best friend. Many of these women I know can't afford 
their own lifestyle, and they'll be having one, two, and three dogs, which is unbelievable. Why would you do that to the dog? All right, but but here we got now, this is where it jumps the shark. We got spousal support and child support and now dog support. We got dog support. By the way, I know a couple who got divorced and they share custody of their dog. I, listen. Hey. They share custody, meaning they flip week to week with dog responsibility. Yes, I'm telling you, I know so much about these. Because people, yeah, he says, send it. I know a lot about what's going on in the world. You guys don't know because you're busy banging land whales and mastodons. They share custody of the dog. He was like, this is my week with the dog. I was like, what? And they live like the dude lived in Orange County. The other the, the woman moved from Orange County to Los Angeles. She wanted to be in these streets. So she ran right down to Los Angeles to go get throttled. And um, one day he was like, oh, I got to go pick up the dog. I was like, oh, OK. And he was like, I was like, pick up. Don't, didn't you keep the dog? I've never seen the dog. I never seen the dog with the woman. I've always seen the dog with the guy. I was like, isn't that your dog? He was like, oh, you know, since she moved out. We share we share custody. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so now we've jumped the shark. Now we don't we're going to have a custody battle over pets now. Now we got custody battles over pets. A woman getting divorced wants her husband to be fined for not paying fully for their dog. A divorcing woman not all women will do this, right? I'll read the article. I'll tip it. A divorcing woman asked that her estranged husband, estranged husband, be fined. Uh, whatever this uh, amount is, is this Pretoria. This looks like Australia. Is this Australia? It's got to be. I can't even get where this is. Let me see if I can. Oh, this is South Africa. South Africa. All right. It'll be in the United States. Just give it some time. All right. She she wants him to be fined for contempt of court because, among other things, he did not fully pay for their dog, Ollie, and Sadie's needs. The woman whom the court remarked, in some respects, seems to have been unattractively intent on extracting more than her pound of flesh. Of course, that's all women in court, by the way. Cannot be named because a bitter divorce is looming. She complained because he failed to pay fully for her dog for the dog food and on occasions did not pay the month's dog walkers bill. <laughs> Apart from this, she said Ollie was not well and was on monthly medication while she expected her husband to pay fully. This is apart from the monthly vet bill and the pet care toiletries. Mm. What we doing, man? Yeah. Uh, it says right here. It says right here, the West uh, the West Cape High Court earlier ruled the, that the pending divorce, uh, the husband had to pay 15, I don't know what their, their money is, 15 R, towards the dog. But the dispute now arose whether this amount was only for the dog food or whether it is including his 
entire liability towards the dog cost. Man, we need to send it right now. Let's send this shit. Y'all think I'll be joking out here. <laughs> In her latest uh, contempt application, she's taking them to court to go to jail. In her latest contempt application for him, not honoring his financial obligations, the wife said uh, she actually wanted him to pay $5,600, let us just call it dollars, a month in respect of the dog. This amount is made up of $1,500R for food, $2,500R for medical costs a month, $2,500 for medical costs? A thousand for dog walker, six hundred for pet care and toiletries. Additionally, she sought an order that the husband be liable to pay all out-of-pocket veterinarian charges, <laughs> as well as medical, dental, dental insurance, and related cost charges not covered by the above amounts. <laughs> all of this was over and above her claim for monthly cash maintenance for herself. A court ruled that she must receive a cash payment of 10. Wait, is it 10,000? 10,000 R for herself. So she's getting 10,000 for herself. What is R, by the way? She's getting 10,000 R for herself, and she wants 5,600 R for the dog. Yikes. The wife now complained that the maintenance was one thing and chemicals for the pool another. Okay. The husband has also also had to pay a set amount for the maintenance of the pool, a list of long additional costs, which he paid was also stipulated. This included maintenance costs of the Mitsubishi vehicle she was driving. So Rand, thank you, Rand. So we got Rand. Okay, thank you. So we got, he's paying her maintenance cost, maintenance cost for her vehicle, maintenance cost for the her pool, maintenance cost for her, Maintenance costs for the dog, and now she wants uh maintenance costs for the pool, but it doesn't include chemicals, of which a pool needs a lot of. Uh, remember I told you, man, in these divorces, it gets ugly like this. It gets ugly like this. Somebody said they're still together. I would ditch her, man. I would, she will be. Never mind. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it. I wonder what he was paying when he was together with her. But uh, yeah, I think uh, you guys got to see that these things are going left. These ideas are going left, and most of the time, you'll see that once she she can go to court and get one thing, she dude they'll ask for fifty things. Many times they'll get four and those will be enough. They won't get the other ones and they'll be mad. They'll still get four of them and they'll be pissed off. It is crazy, man. Man, you guys be, gotta be careful where you get married. Let me see. I think we're almost to the main event. So I'm going to pull that down, go to the super chats. Then we're going to get to the main event already. What do we got here? Shout out to uh, Anthony D91 Seahawks fan here. CGA sitting the asteroid for that Raiders pick. Indeed, it's gone. The, the Raiders good for messing up a draft. I mean, when we don't really. The best thing to do as a Raider is just attack free agency. But even that's hard. All right. That's bad. Sorry. I was like Emilio Lubbock, Texas. Come Lubbock, Texas. Coming to Vegas, CGA. West Texas is sniggling and giggling now. Guns up. Shout out to Texas Tech. 
Why would we go for a Texas Tech de defensive end? Mont Blanc in the building. That's what I better call you. Thank you for the co-sponsorship. Sound effects are off. All right, 1,500, 1500 Rand is $84.59. So how much is it total? How much was her total? Remember, it was like 56 Rand. Give me a total on that. I ain't going to quick. I can't quick calculate American money. So, all right, um, we got face facts says, is being a mom hard or do they just suck at the job? Once you realize they're parasites, you can't unsee it. The reality is they're just going to complain about anything. Right. We can be very much content with life. Yeah, we'll complain every now and then. And most of it is related to like some politics, our sports team, some video games, a girl we couldn't get the number from. You know, those are simply our complaints. These people will have their lives lined up. Right. Lined up to where the dude has worked. He has worked extremely hard to keep his wife happy. And she will find the one goddamn thing to complain about. The one thing that she didn't get is what she going to complain about. I'm going to go. I'm going to show you the video of Elena Cardone. All right. After I get to these super chats, I'm going to show you the video that I was talking about. Uh, let me line it up here. It's on LinkedIn. All right. Let's see here. Let's get to these super chats. Sad. Shout out to Sheldon W. He says, uh, if she can't support the dog. Why wouldn't she give custody to the man? The million-dollar question. The million-dollar question. My question is always, if you can't afford something, why do you get to keep it? <laughs> like, all right, I can't afford it. He need to, Him need to pay for it. Okay, well, if you can't afford it, that means you shouldn't have it. But the old, this is why, it, but the old thing is that they're going to say you're penalizing me for not being able to afford it when I once was able to afford it when I was with you. Yes. See, that's the thing. And that's you. See, when I was with you, I was able to afford it, but now I'm not with you by most of the time, her choice. She chooses to leave. She chooses to find the another Prince charming. She uses to leave. She chooses to leave with the man she's cheating with at work. She chooses to leave because she thinks she can do better. She chooses to leave because you're an asshole. She chooses to leave because she you don't deserve her. And then she says, but I want the lifestyle that I had when I left. $306. $306 is what people are saying the amount for uh, the dog is. Well, we got to consider it South Africa. People aren't balling like that out of there, I'm sure. So that's $306. People don't even have $300 child support agreements in America. So what you have to understand is, what you have to understand is, with women, there's no winning. They are inherently going to complain about something. And they're going to complain. They're going to, even the littlest thing, they will wake up, look at their hair in the mirror, and they, have you ever seen a woman just be happy? Oh, somebody said, no, it's 3,000. All right, somebody give me, do the math, man. Y'all making me look crazy. They are always complaining. Always. This is why I never go about, I don't give a shit. That's, this is why I tell them, the women that I deal with, I'm like, whatever's going on in your personal life, I don't care. It's a, it's a, it's like a ball. It's like an armor. It's like a suit of armor. armor. Because as soon as they get the complaining, I'll be like, well, that sounds like your problem. 
And recently I met up with this ooh, fine piece of calico. I mean, she was top notch. She was top notch. Like she was like, she was like, she looked good for my brand. She was that good. But she was like, but I actually want somebody to actually care. This is a junior college chick, 26. I actually want somebody that actually cares about what's going on in my personal life. I'm like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. ma'am, ma'am, this is not part of the deal. <laughs> nah, see, she wants the, she wants it her way. She wants you to be invested. She wants you to be able to rent her, take her off the shelf, do it, give her a good life, take her to shows, entertain her ass dinner, and then be your emotional tampon. No. Nah, nah, you ain't getting all of it. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's one or the other. Then she was talking about monogamy and all that. I was like, man, please <laughs> know your role and shut your mouth. You're not about to come in into my life and unload on me. Not when I got the money. I got money. I was like, nah, that's all right. I passed. And she was bad. I'm going to show you to your locals. I'll show you. Somebody said she was Asian, huh? She was blazing. She was half Asian. She was half Asian. She was blazing. She looked like a Marie. She was bad. She was bad. All right. Passed. I was like, I'll pass. <laughs> I don't want it. Anyway. But um, I'm like, what is going on, man? See, look, what you ain't going to do, what you ain't going to do is unload on me. You ain't just going to come into my life and just be like, I'll be there. I'm going to just unload my shit on you when I want to. Just start complaining about shit. Nah. Nope. That's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid it. You know, I'm not trying to be like, that's what I'm paying to avoid. <laughs> All right. I'm not trying to invite no complaining ass women in my life. And guys, there's not. There's not any woman in the world. There's not any woman in the world that can that can prevent this. It's built in their system. It's it's in their software. Like they have their hardware on the outside and it's somewhat soft. But in their system, their programming complaining about bullshit is in their software. They can't they can't even help it. Matter of fact, just make them aware of it and see if they become aware of it. What you have to do is you can't you can't make them aware of it when they're angry. Don't do it when they're angry. What you want to do is you want to do it when they kind of are you're talking to them. Oh no, this isn't true. This isn't true. And they'll even admit they'll be like, "Am I dramatic? Am I being dramatic, or is it him? Is it his fault, or am I just being dramatic? You're being dramatic because you're being petty." But make them aware of it. And I've done this. A couple of ways. I've done this a couple of ways. I've always told you women, the, the two words that women have used every day of their lives, every day. All women, all, all women have used these two words in this specific way every day of their lives in terms of they're aware of uh, once they become aware of this every day. And the two words are. My hair. My hair. Yep. My hair or any version of that. My hair, me and my hair. Those two words have been used every day of their lives. Now, the the, the reason why they use it could be random. It could be raining. I don't want to get my hair wet. 
I'm having a bad hair day. All right. So it's a combination. What am I going to do with my hair? I'm thinking of cutting my hair. I'm thinking of coloring my hair. How much to how much is it for you to do my hair? This girl's going to do my hair for the next six hours. <laughs> right. I got to shave the hair off my legs. My hair, my hair on my legs is growing. I hate shaving my hair off my legs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking of growing my hair longer. He didn't notice my hair. I have to wash my hair. I can't wash my hair like white girls. It's don't, don't touch my hair. He was touching my hair. I mean, look, every day of their lives, he nutted in my hair. Don't get nut in my hair. I got to put on eyelashes. It's yeah. Pull my hair. Don't pull my hair. My hair is real. My hair is not real. Yep. There's hair in my wife. Dude, it's a nonstop. I can't go to the gym because my hair. I don't like my hair. I like my hair straight. I have to straighten my hair. I like my, to wear my hair curly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Every day of their life, they will reference their hair. And so when you tell them about it, what you do is you actually tell a woman that every day you're going to say my hair watch. Every day in your life, you're going to say my hair. Watch this. I've told I do this to women all the time and they will come back a week later and they be like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> when they do it, they'll be doing it. <laughs> they'll be doing it and they'll be like, oh, my hair is so tank. <laughs> they're like, my hair smells funny. I hate when I go to restaurants and it smells like food. The food, the smell of food gets in my hair. <laughs> and I'll be like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting, huh? And they won't even do it. They, they'll do it. They'll do it. Not even out of my absence. I will see them every one of those days and I'll be like, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Your hair again, huh? <laughs> so with that being said, you also got to watch them complaining and be like, watch this. I bet you can't go a day without complaining. Bet you can't go a day without complaining. They'll go by a week and they'll come back and they'll be like, Caught myself. You right. You right. I'm petty. I, I'm the one. <laughs> what you have to show them is the mirror. Never make this this statement, this bold statement, when they're complaining already. Don't do it. Just let it come up and be like, "Yeah, your women complain all the time." No, we don't. Yeah, watch it. Watch it every day. Just come back next time I see you. You got to admit every day. Every time you complain, catch yourself and then think of me. And that shit will come back right there. Now next week they'll be like, "Yep." Yeah, so anyway, with that being said, it's in their it's in their system. And that causes if they're lack if they don't aware it, if they're not aware of it, it causes major problems. Like they're the cause when men say it's y'all's fault, y'all the cause of the problems, because we're not complaining. But what they complain about is shit that we do, but it's petty that we could be like, man, why are you why are you worried about all this shit? <laughs> right? Let's just move on. Nah, I don't want to move on. <laughs> you like. Just you didn't send me a good morning text and it just made me feel you just don't care about the way I feel. And you're like, sob story ass shit. Here we go, man. Look, can we just get over this shit? Like, I just want you to want me. I want to feel wanted. It's a big deal. And if you don't do this, it'll make it five big deals. You're like, 
Jesus. Mm. <laughs> All right, Kaylin says, uh, Coach, I came across a clip of IG on IG of Charles Barkley making fun of pregnant women, saying that they couldn't experience as much pain as an NBA player playing with a sprained ankle. It's hilarious as F. However, in today's time, women will be sensitive as F about this for show. For show. All right, let's get to the main event. It's main event time. Why men are choosing to be single? Well, first of all, what we were just talking about. <laughs> what we were just talking about. Uh, we got to play some great clips here related to this. The first one I want to do is kind of show you uh, one of the things that men, why men avoid being single. Uh, and here's a great clip. Here's a great clip right here. This is kind of proof positive. Men, you're lonely. Say you're a lonely man right now. You're a lonely guy. And you're like, damn, I just want a relationship. Most of the people who are available relationship, they're garbage. Why? Because they don't have a relationship. You're not getting a diamond in the rough. You're getting people who have been booted out of 99% of their relationships. So if you want a relationship with somebody, you're getting an Owen. You're literally technically getting an Owen. You're getting someone who has not been successful in one relationship yet. There's a reason why. There's a reason why that person's available. So think about that before you jump into a relationship. This person has had zero, exactly zero success in relationships. Zero. They're 0 and 100. They didn't struck out every time. The older you are, the more this is going to affect you. Just think about this when you're lonely. Now, going on the screen here is a video of a guy who you just wanted a relationship. You wanted somebody to cuddle up with and grab her booty cheeks when she's in her little booty shorts and watch her football game. You want to watch your basketball game. You want to watch your soccer match. Check this out. Yep. And I got to take the volume down on this because check, take a look. Look at this. They caught him in the stand. So this is not a skit. They caught him in the stand. Look at this. Look at my man. <laughs> he just want to watch the game. Oh, he, he about to do. <laughs> look at this. I'm not happy. <laughs> my name, he in pain, bro. The pain of her talking about her petty ass TikTok video. Who gives a rat? Look, oh my God. Look. Oh, the humanity. Are you lonely, guys? Are you lonely? He wants to jump off whatever row he's on onto the field, plunge to his demise. And now he's got to act interested. Are you listening to me? I want you to think of this clip. Yeah, somebody said she punishing him on purpose. I mean, first of all, I would have pushed her back into her seat. There's no way you're doing this at the game. There's no way that that is not. There's nothing important going on this bad. Right here. What could she possibly? <laughs> oh, no. He wants to. He's like this bitch. This is what he's thinking. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Are you lonely, gentlemen? Are you lonely? Like this type of thing. Oh, man. I can play this clip the entire show. <laughs> Look at his face. Mm. He wants to be gone from that moment. Man, low ROI activities. They paid, you know, in a, in a normal game, you could pay $400 for those seats. $250, $400. You could pay $1,000 for those seats. And there she is. There she is ruining your event. I go to Raiders games. I have season tickets or my sugar mama bought them. 
And um, I see them seats all the time. I was watching it. I was at a game and they be sitting up there taking pictures and selfies and carrying their hair. The game going on. Then they get up and go get three trips to the snack stand. And these are men with girlfriends. See, they have girlfriends, coach. This bitch done took three trips to the snack stand. Three. I know that ain't cheap. I can go in there and go one. I go one trip to the snack stand. Only one. Sometimes none. Okay. One trip. That's all you need. They go to the snack stand every quarter. And most of them be busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. I'm like, you need to stop. Did you try the nachos? She eat the nachos. Finish up. She back at the snack stand. $50 a trip. She didn't pay $150 for snack stand trips. That's just for her. That's just for her snack stands. Maybe you got some. And of course, I don't pay, coach. I don't pay. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you do, sir. You got your girlfriend. You take her to a game. You paid. So this is an example of, guys, you guys are paying and you don't realize it. Most of the time, you're like, okay, go. And then everybody get got to get up so she can go. Then when she go to the snack stand, she got to go to the bathroom. Then she come back. I played a video of a woman that was at a game, and she's sitting up there all chunky and fat, sitting up in the seat, watching, Um, she was watching like some Bachelorette or something like that on her mobile phone while the football game. She's at the game watching her phone streaming Bachelorette. Un, but that's like a child, man. That's a child. No, I'm not saying I'm not lonely. I'm not. It's actually super. It's that. And dude, these seats are not cheap. $500 a ticket because I want to go. She gets her uniform on her little uniform. She gets her little hat and she puts her little stamp on her cheek. And then she gets out there. Woohoo. All right. Soon as the game goes, man, these quarters are long. I'm getting kind of hungry. It's like, man, I don't pay, though. I just don't pay. Massa, I don't pay for my girls. Yes, you do. And you're in a relationship and a marriage. You're paying. Most of it is throwing money out the window. You're just throwing it out the window, getting nothing in return. Very, very little in return. Okay? So this is an example of I don't pay. And this guy right here, okay, coach, I don't pay. I, I got love. We have pure love. And she fornicates with me whenever I want it. She gives it to me wherever I want it. I don't pay. Yes, you're paying. You're paying with your whole damn soul. Yes, your whole soul is getting crushed into pieces on a daily basis. Every day. <laughs> right? What type of return? There's no way, guys. There's no way. I'm not a miserable guy. I just know what I cannot put up with. I refuse. I can do it in little bits and pieces. And you better be fine as a mother sucker and you not staying at my house tonight. Okay, and if you do, you better be quiet as a church mouse. And when I talk to you, you better respond like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> all right, you better give me all the Minnie Mouse sign language in here. Okay, so here we go. There's an article right here, and they call it the Lonely Man's Club. But I'm going to play a video of a lady that's going to explain this. As we noticed, this came out earlier this year. 63%, a record of men in their 20s are single, almost double the number of women. Yeah, I, I don't know how you double this number. Number don't make sense here. With end of traditional masculine roles, prawn and C-19 blame for the stark rise. Lies. It is married men that watch prawn. It's married men that watch prawn. All right. Yeah, single men watch prawn too. 
but married men be taking the cake. They buy the good prime. They buy in bulk. All right, ladies, I know you're watching me. You're watching me. Your husband gave you permission to watch me. Guys, OnlyFans, seeking arrangements, and pornography is purchased by married men. I don't want to hear no statistics. No married man's going to admit this shit, so do not pull up the statistics. Do not. Soon as the wife leaves the house, honey, especially the older they are, the longer they're married. Uh, honey, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to go to the grocery store. It's going to be a while. I'm going to go pick up a few things. Okay, baby. Do you want to come with me, honey? No, don't worry about it. I got some things to do around the house. Um, can you pick up can you pick up a couple of uh, wine coolers? Okay. I need a couple of wine coolers tonight. Yeah, go ahead. All right, soon as she closed the door. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Let me keep my phone. I'm searching it up. Oh, Olivia Dunn, Flatback Supreme. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah, brother. I'm about to jerk. This is about to be a good one right now. Woo! She got her feet out. Lord, is at her feet. Here we go, man. We about to make this a good one. Woo-wee. All right. He get his towel, his sock. He ready to go. He got his lotion. Squash, squashy. Wait. Squash, squashy. Boom. Let's go. Here we go. Yes, indeed. Lord, have mercy, boy. She look right. Barely out of graduation, boy. She right out of graduation. Lord, have mercy. I'm about to need an extra. Whoa, wait. Here we go. <laughs> now, you know what's happening. <laughs> you know what's happening. She outside. Damn, I forgot. I forgot the bag of coupons. She then drove all the way down to the street, got to the stop sign. Damn, I forgot my coupon bag. She turned right around. She turned right around. Come back to the crib. You don't hear nothing because all you can hear is. That's all you can hear. You don't hear nothing. You sitting up there just like, man, look at that pure piece of calico right there. She tightly packed. Boy, I ain't seen my I ain't seen a woman look like that in my house in 15, 20 years. Cause squashy. <laughs> All right, you laid out. You got your whole thing laid out. Bat bottles of lotion. <laughs> she hit the door as if she never locked it. Boom, she kicking the door. Honey, I forgot the coupon. What in the hell is going on here? What is all this? What in the, What are you doing? You got one pat, pants leg up. You got one pants leg. You stand up. Oh, honey, uh, yeah, uh, what you got? Lotion all over your. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, What are you doing, honey? What is this? What in the world? I cannot believe you're doing this. What is this? Let me see what you're looking at. What is this? Are, are you a metaphile? Is this what you like? Is this what you like? This looks like a child. This girl looks like the next door neighbor girl. Are you been you like the next door neighbor girl? You're up. You're, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. You need therapy. You are a sex addict and a metaphile. Look at that girl. That girl doesn't have an inch of body fat on her. My gosh. What is she? 12? 
man, this is terrible. I'm calling the police. Divorce. Mm. <laughs> All right. You sitting there like Mary man, like, God dang. All right. He didn't even get to get his nut. I'm never having sex with you again until you go through a 34-point program to get rid of your metaphilia over young, hot, fresh, tight, tart, fit women. Girls, little girls. <laughs> right? <laughs> you like, damn. All right, I can't get none from the junior college. You can't get no marital sex. <laughs> All right, that's how it works. What is this underage 60, 18 year old? <laughs> this is crazy. Hey, that's married life for you, man. That's married life. That's married life. They be the ones watching the prawn. They always trying to blame it on some young dudes. Yep, that's somebody's daughter. Oh my God, that looks like your daughter's best friend. I can't believe that. Do you think that about her when she comes over? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't think like that when she comes over. No. I bet you you do. I bet you you do. All right. You be like, no, I don't. I know how to distinguish. I have discernment. I don't think of her like that. She looks like her, but I have no affinities of affection for that girl. All right. And then when the girl come over, you looking like this right here. <laughs> they come over. Hey, can we pick up Tiffany? Can we pick up Olivia? We got to take her to freshman orientation at the junior college. <laughs> you look at like, yeah, we can pick her up. <laughs> oh, <stop>. oh man <laughs> look what is this part of the show this is supposed to be part of the show all right um let's get back to the seriousness of this situation these young men out here all right uh where we got here America's lonely heart men. Men are choosing to be single. We're going to let this be cleared up. Only 34% of women in the same age group reported being single. But 63% of the men in the age group are single. This number, the math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. I'm, that's a pure 100%. That's 100%. But if these girls, if these girls are in a relationship, what are the, who are they in a relationship with? Okay. <laughs> right. It's almost 100% right there. It's like 97. With the 3% to 20% uh, reading rainbow. Who are these 18 to 29-year-old young women in relationships with? Get them, daddy. All right. There's Something's not working out, but let's go ahead and go to this part of the story here. Why men are choosing to remain single. I'm going to give you a couple examples right here. And uh, we gave you the one, but um, let's uh, let's see here. Let's see here. For some reason, this is going to be a woman. She's a judge. This is what they're telling women today. This is why there's a lack of compatibility. This is why guys are like, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. And shout out to MGTOW and Red Pills and, and, and Passport Bros for coming up with uh, alternative lifestyles, free agents that people cannot seem to mind their own business with men are completely happy, happy with where they are. And there's people like you guys going to be lonely. Men are going to be lonely because 45% of women are going to be single. Like, how are we in that? <laughs> right. The article says 45% of women are going to be single. How did we get to be lonely? 
<laughs> that don't make no sense. What did we get in the conversation? They're the one single and childless. They just went and just put it in our lap. Like, what? I think they're the ones that's going to be lonely, obviously. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is why dudes are avoiding relationships. Ladies, stop moving in with these men. You meet a man, he's broken emotionally, physically. You take your time to heal him. You cook for him. You clean for him. You love on him. You pray for him. What kind of women is she talking about? Where Where are these women she's talking about? Uh, she must be somewhere in the south of Dallas, Texas, or somewhere um, somewhere between Dallas and, uh, I'm sorry, Houston and, and Louisiana. Where are these women you're talking about doing all these things for you? You even spend some of your money on them. Where are... <laughs> I spent so much money on you. She got the receipts. Total it up. How much is that? How much is that? Oh, oh $1,634. Congratulations. <laughs> and I want everything back. Give me them Jordans, the PS5, the video games, the earrings from Claire's. What else? What else did you buy, bitch? What else? This T-shirt from Old Navy. All right. The Tommy Bahama shirt. Take it. You spend all of your money. What money? He's holding heel and he said, bye. You have nothing to show for it. In most states, common law is not recognized and a verbal agreement to provide is unenforceable. Listen, if you are going to be with a man, he need to put a ring on it, your finger and marry you, or he needs to put a deed in your name. Not a deed or a marriage. Mm. Yeah, y'all getting too expensive out here. So I'm avoiding marriage. Or, okay, I will give you another option. Well, put me on the deed of your house. Nope. <laughs> so we'll just go MGTOW. <laughs> MGTOW it is. Ma'am, MGTOW it is. Well, you gay, bitter, hurt, incel. You can't get no women anyway. And you goofy and old and bald and you short and you gay and you and you and you and you. What else? You bitter, you hurt. And, and, and anything else? <laughs> anything hurts? Anything else you got? You ashy, you rusty and you broke, broke. Yeah, you broke, too. I'm going to have a portion 911. You still broke. Anything you else you got? Because it ain't going to work. I'm still going my own way. I'm still going free agent. I'm still about to grab this passport. <laughs> All right. Anything else you got? You know what I mean? Like they've been steady just using these things and it don't matter. It stopped. It's not going to stop me. All right. Yes. All of the above. I admit check. Yep. I'm broke. So I have no value to you. I'm old. I'm gay. I'm lame. What, what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Crazy, man. Look. And I'm a dusty. And oh, I live in my mother's basement. Yep. Yeah. All of that. I, mama, I hate black women. Yeah. All of that. What else? Mm. My mama black. So this is what they're doing. Or you'll you'll get none of me. I'll take none. <laughs> none for 500, Alex. Yeah. Men are choosing to go none on this one. If this is what you're offering, we'll go nunzo. Monk mode it is. Thank you. And check this out. This is a judge probably a family court judge that's out here have put dudes in dire straits in the family court. Check her out. Not a lease, but a deed to show that you are the owner. Listen, 
Time out for being with bums who are bosses and all they want to do is fine dine you, take you to exotic places, buy you designer clothes and bags. And then when they leave, you have nothing else. Bruh, did you hear that? Again, women complaining. All he did was take you to exotic locations where the water's blue. All he did was buy you, uh, all he did was wine and dine you in the finest restaurants in Dallas. All he did was buy you designer clothes and handbags. All he did was buy you watches and jewelry and all of that shit. All he did was, what? <laughs> Yo, these people crazy, man. They crazy. Yo, man, this is crazy. I, Monk mode it is. And I'm a gay and an incel. I'll take it. But line it up. What else you want, man? Yeah, line that shit up. I'll sign the contract. I'll, I'll be that. If that's what you want me to be, oh, I like Trump too. Yeah. Oh, I hate black folks too. Yes, yes. I hate my own people. Whatever, man. Line that shit up. I'll sign it. This is crazy, man. Men, men are not going for this shit. The juice is not worth the squeeze when they're trying to squeeze you out. She said nothing but nothing about love. She said nothing about what the woman does to you. This is out of control. Yes, I'm a sellout. Uncle Tom Sambo ass shuffling. I'm all of it. Call it. I'll take that over this shit. <laughs> all right. That's the show for a real boss wants to make sure that he takes care of you emotionally, financially and physically. But it's time out for moving in with these men. It's not worth it. Your time, your love, and your resources are too valuable. Stop living with these men. If they don't want to put a ring on it and marry you, or they don't want to put a deed in your name, say la vie, baby. Yep, okay, say la vie then. Bye-bye. All right, there's a rental market. I, oh, I'm a trick too. Yes, I, I am the tricking. <laughs> All right, I'm not the pimping. I'm the tricking. Yes, I'm a trick too. Far cheaper than doing and dealing with this shit. Now, coach, you can hold your masculine frame and get her on the right program. You get her on your program. Now, I don't have time to get a woman on my program, nor the interest, nor the return of investment will be zero. Zip. All right, next, next clip. I mean, are y'all ready to put up with this shit? It's out of control. So now we talk about cheating. Again, I've actually proven with data that women cheat more than men. Um, now they're coming out and admitting it. And now I no longer have to do my job, right? Many are coming out and admitting it. And most of them know it. It's pretty much what it is. But she's going to describe how women do it differently than men because men don't have the capability to cheat like women. Let's go ahead and play this. Cheat just as much as men. They're just better at it. And if anything, they do a lot more micro cheating. What I mean by this mm -hmm. is one of the things that women can do that men can't is on a daily basis, they can plant seeds for cheating without realizing. So if she just posts a beautiful picture, guys can comment and she can say, thank you. Da, da, da. And that tiny thing is happening on a daily basis. Whereas for men, they can't shoot their shot with that many girls and get a reply every day. So we're living in a time where if you wanted to be a female cheat, it'd be the easiest time to be that way. Women. Uh, see, again, again, men have been saying this for quite a long time with social media, right? And women have been gaslighting you. No, it's not about that. And no, I would never. And no, it's not. I, they put the same selfie up. 
they they go in the DMs and they have the WhatsApp and the comments, they will consider that not cheating. And then men have been for years saying that's cheating. It's the end of society. You just unfair advantage. You have all these access to your beta male orbit and we have nothing, right? You don't get, you can't get the, we can't get that much attention from women compared to what they can get. Everybody's been saying this for years. She's the only one that's willing or one of the only one willing to call this shit out. She called it micro cheating, which it is. This is just the beta male orbit. It's the monkey branch. It's the next, she's setting up the next person to swing to just in case she feels bad and posts a Maya Angelo quote up on her damn Facebook. And then all the simp enforcers come in and then all the simps. And then she gets the attention to accolades. She gets a benefit from them, which you can't get. You don't have that. Most men, most men don't have that ability. I have massive amount of following. Consider, consider uh, when you consider it to the normal American. And I do have female followers, not that many. And I do have some that DM me. They're not shooting their shot. They're, they're, they're passively communicating with me. They message me. They send things. They comment. They might like it. Say something in the chat. That's more than most American men have. That is almost uh, even that. And that's not a aggressive direct attack. All right. Which I'm not like I don't have my shirt off and shit where they're going aggressively to attack in. I used to do that 10 years ago. Now I don't do it. And I had women that were very much more aggressive and direct. Okay. Most American men don't have that at all. They don't have nowhere close to that where a woman is DMing them even passively, commenting even passively, jokingly commenting passive aggressively, sexually. Most like 98% of men don't have that at all. It's not even a possibility. So when you say, well, the woman says, well, I don't have it. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal in comparison. So I'm going to say when you have and all you know, the conversely is all women have that all women have what I have in greater with less of a following. <laughs> they can have 700 people following them and they'll get way more than I get way more. And it would be direct. And then she passes it off as passive. So with this being said, it is a thing that can create a problem in relationships. I don't want to hear about y'all just have low self-esteem. Shut up. That's not dealing with the problem. That's not dealing with the problem. The problem is needs to be dealt with. Don't just be like, well, just get more confidence. And so shut up. All right. If that's your other way you're going to deal with it, you're not dealing with the issue. This is one of the only people to deal with the issue. This is the issue. And yes, it's cheating. Period. It's going to create problems for most relationships. And it does. As a matter of fact, social media plays a major part in most divorces right now. Let me see if I can pull up the data real quick. Let me pull up the data. How social media affects marriages. Let me see if I can get it real quick. And how it, it plays an effect on divorces. 30% of, they said 30% of Tinder are, users are married. Jesus. 30% of Tinder users are married. <laughs> 8% of adults in relationships admit to having a secret account. One in three divorces now start as online affairs. I'll put it up here. I mean, it's just one piece of data. You can grab it. You can do your own due diligence. Remember. Do your own due diligence. I'll pull it up um, right here. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, they're talking about human behavior. Again, Facebook tracks all this information. So you, when you use it, they track it. One in three divorces now start as an online affair. One in 10 adults admit to hiding messages and posts from their significant other. 8% of adults in relationships admit to having a secret account. One in three divorces. One in three. One in three. Can you guys see that? Can't see it. There it is. I mean, I've seen this. Day. I, we, I've done a video on this long time ago. That's why I know it. All right. Let me see if I can click this link and see what it takes me to. Does adultery affect divorce? Okay. So they talking about a okay, online affair. One in three. One in three divorces. And the, what they know is it's brought up in a divorce. It's brought up. It's like in the divorce papers. And he had a social media account. And she met this guy on social media. And she was following this. And he was doing that. So one in three divorces end up with the online thing. All right, give me give you guys another information here as to why men are going, man, forget all this shit, <laughs> okay? Let's give you another one here. We gave you that one. Busy men. Men are busy, right? I'm going to play this clip. This video kind of went viral on my uh, Instagram, but I want you to play. I'm going to play the audio. Oh, it caused quite a conversation in my in my comments, Okay. Let me see if I can post this right here. All right. What the hell? What's happening? Listen to the audio. Women who want rich men, but not busy men. Dude, there's all these women out there. They want rich men, but they don't want busy men. They want rich men that'll come home at 5 p.m. Well, guess what? Nine times out of 10 successful men, they're not home at 5 p.m., which is why they're successful. The ones coming in the door at 5 p.m., throwing down their lunchbox, asking what's for dinner are the ones that are going to be doing that for 25 years. You'd be lucky to get two vacations a year and a freaking white picket fence. All right. And so the idea is that women are looking for men that are available with time and money. You got to have time and money. <laughs> There's remember that woman that was the judge said he needs to be there emotionally, physically, and financially. <laughs> all right so they like yeah uh you're broke and you're always up under me i want a guy at least that's all up under me but rich i'm sorry <laughs> this guy's audio said it now can it be possible for a small depends on the relationship depends on the relationship all right for me that's unrealistic that would be an unrealistic goal. And if she got into a relationship with you, she's inevitably going to be disappointed and complain like that fat woman that was uh, pregnant. Uh, uh, she said, you ain't never here. Well, I ain't never going to be available to you like that. Just to let you know. All right. You'll be taken care of. I'll be there when I'm there. But if you're going to cheat on me and micro cheat on me because I ain't there and say, well, you were never here. Why would I be in relationship with you? If I had a singular focus and a purpose why would I have a girlfriend when inevitably she's going to be disappointed? Okay. You know, she's not going to like that. The only thing that she could possibly do is do some sort of shopping as therapy to get over it. But even then it's a, it's a lose lose for me because I'm like, Oh, here's the credit card. All right. Just go shopping. Just go get something. She's going to just buy up everything and sit up there and just have a bunch of shit that she never uses. Bunch of Louis Vuitton, bunch of, bunch of bullshit. Cause I'm rich, bunch of watches and jewelry and all that shit. And all it's going to take is one Tyrone to come in and slide in at the car wash in his Bentley Continental GT. All right. To slide up in there and bust her cheeks out after I paid for all that shit. See, today's women are just a little bit too. They have too many expectations offering very little in return. Right. 
where I can get it and rent it right off and just avoid the bullshit. I don't have to do that. If I'm wealthy, I don't have to do that. <laughs> At all. It's even it's even worse. And then if you if don't let her have a kid. If you guys have children, this is going to be highlighted. Well, you need to be here emotionally and physically and financially for your kids. And I'm like, well, the problem is I'm at work <laughs> paying for all of this shit. Well, you can still do that and get off that 430 driving hour. Come here, go to your kids practice, pick them up, help me bathe them. What? Uh, no, man. Mm. While she goes to work making 15, 20, 30 dollars an hour thinking she's doing something, but you're rich. I'm sitting over here like, you don't got to go to work. All right. But I want to. Oh, all right. Go. <laughs> she only going to work so you can be stuck at home with the kids in her mind. This is her mind. She's like, I'm going to go to work. So he has to be there for the kids. She working at the mall. She working at the grocery stores outside pushing grocery, pushing grocery carts in the rain. Sucking off her co-worker in the back on, during her lunch break at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, what? what's the point? What is the point? Mm. I'll just be by myself. <laughs> yep, she at Costco pushing. Yeah, work, she working security, bagging groceries and shit. Talking about I'm, I'm working on my career. I got my career going. So I can focus on my career. Like, man, you ain't doing shit. And then when you do that, you're putting me down, making me feel bad. All right. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put it into all this shit. This is what we're going to do. Hit the dough. Hit the dough. We putting it into all this shit. See, what happens is it's a tangled web of complaints. You're just not on the same page anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> right, I'm getting out of here. This is crazy. So then they want you. To, it, it's it's a nut job. They're nut jobs with it. And for most men, we're not petty. We don't think of it like this. We just want a support system every now and then, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with some chips in the middle. <laughs> Put some of them Lay's chips in the middle with the peanut butter jelly sandwich, crunchy peanuts. You know what I mean? I ain't asking for too much. You can keep the crust there. Don't cut the crust off. All right. Maybe some uh, tomato basil soup. Make a grilled cheese real quick. All right, bitch, you happy? All right, I'll toast you with my sandwich. You happy? Toast? Well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> I am never making you a sandwich. They'll tell you. I've, have you ever been married? They'll be like, oh, you're spending too. Your, your, your wife's at home watching your budget, looking at the budget sheet. Because you put her in charge of the money. She's like, oh, we spent a little bit too much on your lunch break. I was like, all right. She was like, can you try not to spend too much money on your lunch break? Yeah. All right. Where's my lunch, bitch? <laughs> like, wait, you bitch. you're yeah, telling bitch. me to not spend money on lunch. The least you could do is make me a sandwich. Like, what the hell? Okay, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> All right, I can't spend money at, for work at lunch. What am I supposed to do? Can you suggest? Give me an option, mother sucker. <laughs> this, is why they, this is why men, because when I do that, they're all offended. What? You want me to make you a sandwich? You said I can't spend any money. I'm about to leave for work right now. 
As I'm walking out the door, you're telling me not to buy lunch. I don't see any lunch in my hand. <laughs> it's like, man, dude, but they'll never see it our way. So the thing is, men are choosing to stay single because they don't want to put up with this shit. Like, man, man, please. Because you end up doing things. You ever do this? Anybody ever been married and divorced, right? You're sitting there going, you're sitting there doing this. Take inventory. A lot of married men, especially married white guys. There's a funny meme on locals. Married white guys, their wives already hate them. Talking cash shit about them. The guy does everything. He washes his own clothes. He makes his own dinners. He makes the dinners for the kids. She don't do shit. She talks shit. <laughs> She's a pistol, isn't she? <laughs> happy wife, happy life. And you looking like you getting ran. <laughs> like you getting walked over, sir. You getting walked all over, stomped on. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know how it is. No, I don't. Mm. I don't know how it is, sir. Well, I have a man cave. You going to come see it? Oh, <laughs> she's just a, she's a really, she's a really crazy whippersnapper. She's just a little bit of a pistol. <laughs> no, I wouldn't deal with that. And so you take inventory. You're like, well, does she wash her clothes? No, I, I wash my own clothes. I, I like to wash my own clothes separate from her panties. Okay. Um, do you fold your own clothes? Yeah, I fold my own clothes. I sleep downstairs as to not distract her from my snoring. And I make my I make dinner for the kids because she's at work at the mall working at Lucky Jeans. She's working at Lucky Jeans. Well, you got this big ass house. She just she wants to go make a little bit of her side money. So I stay at home with the kids all day after I come home from work and I do all the dishes and I make the dinners for myself and I ninja what you <coughs> hey this could be happening quick why are you there why are you there ma'am sir ma'am for real why are you in this marriage ninja get out you doing everything for <laughs> you don't need her she useless Guys, I did that once in my marriage. I was like, what the hell is she here for? <laughs> like, I actually don't need her no more. Like, what are we doing? I'm making my own dinner. I'm making the kids dinner. I'm making my, I'm washing my old clothes. I'm doing all my shit because every week she don't want to do more shit. She just keep pushing it over there. Then I, then when the bills come, guess who paying the bills? Guess who paying the rent? Guess whose account that's coming out of? Guess who's writing the checks? I'm like, hold up. I'm writing the checks, doing everything myself. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things ain't one and the same. One of these things don't need the other. That's why I'm getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> right? Like, no, 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 no. That lasted for like four months. I was like, hold up. Somebody getting up out of this joint. So you guys dictate these bad deals. And a lot of guys ain't taking these deals. Like, nah, nah. All right. But they got you on the okie doke. They got you for the okie doke. And you out here taking a fat L. Like, nah, nope. You're, I, somebody ain't needed in this. This is a very much somebody getting cut out of this picture. So here we go. Uh, we got two more than a no, little long of a clip here. Let's see here. 
But y'all take these deals. Most of men got to take these deals in their marriage because you're stuck. All right. I'm like, I'll pay the fee. I'll pay the fee to get up out of this shit. Hell no. Nope. Not I. Because because what I didn't knew once I moved into my own place, I was doing all of that shit and I didn't have nobody up over my shoulder moping and complaining anymore. Right. I was like, well, at least I'm doing the same thing, but nobody up over my shoulder complaining no more. Mm. <laughs> right. Nothing changed. I just had to pay my exit fee out. And I had more hoes coming to the crib. <laughs> right. So I was like, then I could get a different woman coming every night, which is kind of what I wanted in the first place. <laughs> All right, here we go. Why men are uh, choosing to be single? All right, here we go right here. This is Chelsea, not funny handler. Let's hear some normie humor. Here we go right here. Hi there, it's me, Chelsea. You caught me in a state of undress. That's better. <laughs> I'm here. Imagine, how old is Chelsea Handler? This is bad. I mean, check the neck out, by just the neck by itself. How old is this woman? And look, she did it to herself. Don't be mad that I'm describing what I'm seeing here. Jesus, she's 48, y'all. She's 48. I'm 47. I'm 47, y'all. This woman's 48 ninjas. This woman's my age. <laughs> You're 40, I'm 40, we'd make a great power couple. Why do you like young women? Why do you like preferring young women? You're a metaphile. Take a look. This woman is 48 years old. This is what I this is when a person comes to my show and say, You're supposed to be dating women your age. All right, the internet says she's 48. Born 1975. That's the year I was born. Whew. And yeah, this is with makeup. This is with somebody that put cream all over her body. This is what people that lifted her sports bra. I thought she was in her 50s. And now she's got to do a funny joke about what? I can't wait. And not only does she does the funny joke, she got to strip down to her bra. Let's continue to talk about the importance of one night stands the building blocks to a better you as the founding member of the pro one night stand coalition i am here to tell you that there is no shame in the one night stand game i'm gonna pass on relationships mate i'll just no i mean i could clap this up but this is what they doing now <laughs> Nothing will teach you what you like and what you don't like faster. Maybe you don't like missionary or cowgirl or a reverse triple axle back handspring into a double tuck dismount. Yep. Yeah, she's trying to explain why she's single, huh? She's trying to explain why she's choosing to be single. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right. If you're on my show saying I'm coping, what is this? I dated a figure skater once. You know how you can figure all that out right away? A one night stand. Plus, nobody tries as hard as they do on the first time. Let's, let's face it. Here's the best part. If you didn't enjoy it, you never 
have to see that person again. Time saved. Yeah, no, they don't want to see you again. This is very simple. This is cope. They got the guts. They probably was like, man, Arby's roast piece sandwich. They probably were reminded of all kinds of things they don't want to even think about during that time, mayonnaise and whatnot. And they were like, you know what, ma'am, this is the one and only. I don't want a relationship. Let's just move on. So she coping. She get she doing one night stands, but she knows ain't nobody going to stick the hell around. One night stands. Can't remember their name. No shame. Nah, man. <laughs> Shout out to the wine and the Xanax, too, man. Man. I'm supposed to be in relationships with these people right here. This is what I got. This is what's these are that woman's my age. <laughs> that woman's my age. That's what I got. All right. Yo, I'll stay single. I'll stay at I'll stay in the tricking. I'm the tricking, yes. Yep. I'll be at the junior college. Sign me the hell up. Joe Biden's there too. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Somebody said G and Z is worse than getting work. Yeah, man, we, I'll I'll just go to the junior college, man. I ain't about to be hovering around them chicks. Talking about one night stand. I can't remember their name. No shame. I don't want to be rubbing up on that herb derp. Okay, it's crazy out here. All right, let me play this clip right here of this young lady right here who's going to go ahead and bring it around, around on round for us. Uh, check this out. Because the people are always trying to say, well, the men are going to be lonely. Nah, this woman's figured it out. Let's play a little bit of this single girl out here in these streets and you're thinking am i crazy or are these guys like not even wanting to date and hook up let alone get married uh, yeah okay so first of all fair use fair use am i crazy or are these guys don't even want to date hook up or get married there's guys that don't want to not, not run game hell no cold approach no thank you go to bars nope go to the club i don't think so well you can't you just can't get bitches i no i can't i'll thank you I, I can't. Nope. I'm a lame. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> right. Dudes are not approaching no more. They not even approaching women and they're noticing it. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like I was just out at a bar. And black guys were there. Let's let her finish it here. Am I the problem? Are we why these men don't want to get married? The easy answer to that is yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she's being self-aware. The answer is yes. It's not because we're lame. It's not because we can't get girls. It's way easier out here without all this. It's way easier. The answer is yes. The data is proving it. No, these guys aren't all lonely and watching porn. No, they're choosing and for people that understand that, this is why there's MGTOW. This is why there's free agent lifestyle. This is why there's passport bros. This is why there's red pill. This is why they're, yeah, they're choosing this. Uh, I have good news and bad news. The good news is you're not crazy. The bad news is it's worse than you thought. Uh -oh. The very minuscule amount of kingpin level good men, the ones that are actually husband material, are almost certainly already married, about to be, or here's your very grim reality check, rotting away to near extinction. Okay. All right. So the good men, where are all the good men? What happened? Where did all the men go? Most of them are married, and I said this. And I said the same about women. Most of the good women and good men 
are married. Now, half of them getting divorced, so they'll be back on the market, okay? And she said, rotten away to extinction. She's talking about MGTOW. She's talking about that type of guys, all right? They're just like, I'm just happy to be single, all right? I don't know why she showed Ronaldo, but that is what it is. There goes our last mail. Oh, my God. I hate Alex Clark. She's so dramatic. Am I? Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. See, I love that clip right there. Take a look at that. I wish I can play that back. Take a look at that. Look at those. You can see drama all over this face, right? She is full of drama. Am I the drama? Maybe I am. No, no, it's not me. Yes, it's you. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I hate Alex Clark. She's so dramatic. Am I? Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. Turns out the large majority of men 18 to 30 years old are single by choice. You're not crazy after all. Don't believe me? A new Pew Research study found that 63% of men don't want to pursue any sort of relationship with women. That means serious or casual. Now, remember, the media is reporting this is, is that men are using prawn and they can't get women and that they're lonely. But she flipped it correctly. The media didn't say they're electing to be single. See, electing, they're choosing. Even the hookups, they're choosing. Some men can't get, but some dudes are like, eh, a guy like me, eh. The whole going your way was a choice. They literally feel no motivation to leave their house, period. You know things are bad when guys think a booty call is too much work. <laughs> the evidence points to some very specific problems. I've seen multiple conservative commentators speculate about what they think is the root of this shift. And no surprise, they're wrong. Let me tell you something about 99% of female commentators on the right who talk about dating, culture, and relationships. Hardly any of them have had significant real world experience with dating, culture, and relationships. They think they're too highbrow for dating apps. We're disgusting and I hate you. They marry the first or second guy they've made eye contact with and their understanding on what it's actually like out here is, hate to say it, no I don't, derived from trad wife Twitter accounts secretly run by gay men trying to catfish straight ones. All right, so interesting here. Um, what you guys don't understand is um, if you're out here in the what I call the spectrum, I'm getting a reality for Generation Z that most people don't get. OK, Generation Z is in trouble. OK, they're in dire trouble They're I don't think they're at the point of no return. And most of them aren't even adults. Most of them aren't even adults. Generation Z is in a quagmire. And I don't know, I can't see them way getting out of it. Now, let me just say, if you aren't messing with Generation Z, you don't have children that are Generation Z, if you're not fornicating with Generation Z, if you're not on the junior college with them, if you don't know anything about Gen Z, the only Gen Z people you know are people that you work with, some girl, that's a couple of people that are Gen Z, you don't know. Gen Z is gone. They're on a different level, especially with hookup culture. They're worse than the millennials. Gen Z is crazy worse with hookup culture. I'm seeing it in live and in living color. I'm like, man, this is nuts. Like, they just out here. 
They just out here just jumping on you and jumping, jumping on you from the rip. They barely know who you are, don't know your name. They don't know nothing. I got many girls that are under 25, 22 and under. They just show right up. Here you go. What? What? You ordered? <laughs> like, yo, they do. What are you doing? Then they go back to their parents' house. They go back to their parents' house. They got high body counts. They don't consider, they don't consider hookup culture to be a big thing. They fornicate like crazy. Anywhere you want, how you want it, and whether it's paid or not, they do it right and then be right back with their boyfriend. Right back with their boyfriend. Right back with another dude. They don't even ask you, what are we? They don't even do that. They are on another level. Uh, they're way worse than the millennials. Gen X, you guys are Puritan women compared to the Gen X women are Puritans compared to Gen Z. Okay, Gen Z is out of control with it. Um, and they will do anybody like <laughs> old, young, famous, not famous. And it's nothing to them. They'll just, it's nothing. It's one of the weirdest things I've seen. How they could just be like, it's nothing. Hop back right up, giggling, sniggling. <laughs> I got real world experience. The spectrum is real. These aren't girls. These aren't streetwalkers. These are just regular girls. They'll just come over and do whatever they want. Bounce back out. Bounce right back out. Going back normal. They be back at their job. They a dental assistant. All right. Anyway, let's see what else she has to say. I know why men have lost all incentive to pursue any type of companionship with anyone with a heartbeat. And I think we should all be very perturbed about what this means for future generations. And no, the answer is a lot more layered than just porn is bad. Today, women are smarter. We're graduating college at higher rates than guys. And I know women don't like to admit it, but we are, by and large, making more money. Okay, I'm sorry I'm not poor. We spent half a century telling men that the future was female and that women allegedly didn't need to rely on men for anything. We couldn't have credit cards, couldn't own property, couldn't vote, had no voice. Well, of course we'd partner up with a man because we needed one so that we didn't starve to death. We don't see that that right there. Look at this. This woman's probably in my age group. This probably this again, this is a woman that's probably 45, 48. She's probably was born around my time. Would probably been a woman I went to college with. Listen to this. What they don't understand, and this woman probably might hammer this point home, we don't want no women like this. <laughs> we don't want this. This is a mad, angry, despicable, you know, career oriented. I'm smart. We got this, and you ain't got shit. Then when you got shit and they meet you, they still treat you like shit. They still treat you like, well, you're going to have to work for me and I'm not going to compete for women. You're going to have to see my value. No, 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 mm. no. Nah. Nobody wants this. And they end up single then trying to blame everybody else. Look at this woman. Does she look pleasant? She's not going to give you any of the mini mouse treatment. Need men. So if it comes to being in a relationship, it's a matter of bringing something to the table. And if what you're bringing to the table is a toddler like mentality where you are expecting a mommy and expecting some kind of subordinate, wow. uh, you know, concubine kind of setup. Wow. No Listen to this. Listen to this person. Listen to this person. This is the reverse of me, probably somebody thinking that's what you sound like. Yeah, but I got the value. She don't. She's still sitting at home with her eggs, barren. She's still sitting at home waiting for somebody to marry her and take that in. I'm not. 
woman wants that. Naturally, men started to harbor this sense of hopelessness where it felt like I'm never going to be able to meet women's increasingly high standards and expectations anyway. So the first shoe to drop was men thinking it's acceptable to get complacent. If women are doing all this work, why should I? Now for a little while, that was fun for the men because we're climbing the ladder ourselves. We're screaming, we can do bad all by myself. Do you have a problem with that? No, I, I, I just, my grandmother's 90th birthday, so I, I was gonna go home and it's fine, I'll cancel. So the men are like, okay, bet. They begin to lose that motivation to- Well, that's kind of what I talk about with socialism, right? Uh, when you de-incentivize someone to be innovative, produce, when you're sitting there and watching you with a 4.6 GPA, but they don't name you valedictorian because 90% of the valedictorians around the America are women. They just want to put the woman up there. When the promotion comes, we're looking for a woman for this position. Oh, we're trying to get the woman's empowerment group to learn from the good old boys so we can transition. When you work hard at your corporation for 12 years and they bring in a woman outside 15 years younger than you because she fits the bill, you basically de-incentivize people to produce and be innovative and work hard. So human beings are going to see that. They're going to see that, and naturally their response is, why compete? This is why I don't like socialism. This is why I don't like, like that idea because you're going to de-incentivize people to produce. And the people who are going to be de-incentivized, these are the people you need. You need these people. The bums and the losers and the leeches obviously want socialism because they don't want to compete. But then when there's an, you're going to put me on par with them and I'm going to get the treatment they're getting, why go to work and work 80-hour weeks? Why pound it out? Why work for that promotion when I'm going to get more taxes? My, I'm going to get taxed at a higher rate than even the, the worst, the losers. This is what happened to men in the last 20 years. They're like, dude, we keep pushing and pushing ahead. And all they keep saying is we got to get the girls and girl power. And Okay. All right. We'll just chill. <laughs> right. And then they say, look at you losers. Look at you. The girls are doing better than you. Well, we were doing better, and nobody said, look at the boys. They're doing better than you. Had they say that, they would be like, well, we need to do equal. See, it's a, it's a problem of our society. I don't, uh, I don't support men dropping out because I want men to – I just want people to be better people. I want you to be the best person you can be because this. I don't want you to waste your life. But I understand what a socialist program does to a society. I understand what Marxism does to a society. I understand what communism does to a society. It sounds good on paper, but in practicality, it's destructive, especially the people who are, they, they want to go forth and, and, and get ahead. You de-incentivize them. Men have been de-incentivized. They've also be, they're also disenfranchised. And so if you just keep pushing in their face, well, women have, they, they own more homes than men. Women are now, uh, on equal pay and make more than men. If you keep doing that, yeah, nice for girl power, but you just are going to de-incentivize the men. Then you're going to blame them for not being economically attractive. How can you be economically attractive and they be there's equality at the same time? See, how can you be econ how can a woman say I need a man that's equal to me or better, but also equality exists? How? It does not make sense. It does not make sense to punish men and tell them they have to make less so you can make more. Then when you pass them up, 
say you guys are are not making enough money. <laughs> like what? Mm. <laughs> like what kind of game is this? This would be the worst board game in history because you got an 80% chance you're going to lose. Like every time you step on a board game, it's not a 20, it's 80% chance, not 25%, not 50. There's an 80% chance you're going to lose. Who's going to play that game? This is where we are. And it's not just with the work and money. Then that does have an effect on dating, romance, relationships. Then you have the undercurrent of women who now we get in a situation where they can't really afford their lifestyle. It takes them $2,000 to even just do their maintenance. Okay. They only make $3,000 a month, but they need to do their hair, nail, makeup, esthetician, vagina waxing, facials. They need to do all that. So how are they going to find that? They can't marry a guy. So then they start tricking. They start doing that shit. Foodie calls, dating dudes, finessing dudes, force uh, sharing dudes, dating the top tier percent of guys, dating only the top 30% of guys, chopping off the dock. It's a bad, vicious cycle. Anybody... Somebody says you're an idealist coach. I'm okay. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway, have fun. Monetize that and I'll explain it. Monetize that and I'll explain it. Other than that, good luck with your socialism. With this being said, with this being said, the reality stands on the numbers. The reality stands on the numbers. You can't deny it. You can try to talk your way out of it, but you can't deny it. The deny that you're denying it, and this is the existence. We're here, all right. You can deny all you want, but we're here. With that being said, men are choosing to opt out of the chase. They're choosing to opt out on even the chase, right? Ask a guy right now. Go cold approach 100 women. I guarantee you, if you had 10 men right now. And you said, you know what? Go, we're going to go right now out to the bars and clubs and go cold approach women and go pick up hoes. I guarantee you eight dudes will bow out. I'm sorry, what? No, 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 no. Eight dudes. What number would you say? I'll let you answer it because I've already tell. I've already answered it. How many dudes? You got 10 dudes. Okay, I'll make it better. You got 100 guys. We gonna go to the mall right now. One hundred guys. We going to the mall. We picking up bitches right now. Everybody, twenty five of y'all go over here. Over here, we about to go riz our ass off. We about to work on our riz. We got one hundred guys. How many out of one hundred bow out on on point? Right, right on the rip. One hundred. How many guys bow out? <laughs> Just name your number. I. It's an automatic. It's more than half. They would be like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> on that point alone you got that many men that aren't even going to start uh instant instigating or initiating an argument i mean uh not an argument initiating a conversation with the woman this is a big talking point or debating point in our sphere dudes don't even want to talk to women for whatever reason we're in a sad state if we got dudes that don't even want to talk to women, <laughs> right? Somebody said, pull up a vote. So now what do we do? That's the reality right now. They're like, no, nah, we ain't about to do all that. Now, 
in my days, that was a requirement or else you would be completely out of the marketplace. But these guys have an option. They can be like, well, I'll just do it on Instagram. I'll just do it on TikTok. I'll just do it on social media. Social media, uh, what is it called? Social proof. I'll just go to a dating app. I'll just go to the computer. I'll just go. Guys got options. Ain't about to start no conversation at that instance. So somebody said 70%. Yeah, and even they just know what the failure rate is, but, but that's where we are. So guys are choosing to just opt out on talking to women in person. That's a, that's a major, major step in getting to know people. And men are refusing to do it. Okay. Not only that, men are trying to put the onus on women. Women should talk. I mean, now, now we're gone. We're going to put the onus on the women. Uh, Alex, 500 points. All right. Shit, that's never going to happen for 500, Alex. That ain't going to happen to the point where women are start going to just start taking the lead. If we there as a society, it's go ahead. It's a wrap. It's going to be a wrap ski. Yeah, somebody says send it. Send it then because society's already turned on its head by that particular point. If men are going to say, we're going to wait for women to pick out. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're in the top 20% of men, for sure, you're getting hit on by women. It's a layup. So if you put the onus on the woman to pick the men that they want to talk to, 80% of the men get eliminated right off the rip. <laughs> 80% of, if you said, if we just tipped it on the scale and said, well, women should be, if if, if women are going to reject us all, we're going to put the onus on the women to approach. Y'all ninjas never getting approached. <laughs> Nobody under 6'2 is getting approached. If you do, she going to be like, oh, I, I'll take your rap. Dude, it's going to be a rap. So anyway. Yeah, he said probably 90%. And anybody that wants to do a social study on that one, go ahead. It would be an absolute flat. It, it, it would be, it, it would just be a laugher. So this is where we are with it. I think men are choosing that. It's just, just, just better to not put up with all of this other stuff. Because even if I approach, I still got to do low ROI activities. I still got to, I'm still in line. I still got to do an excess competition. I got to deal with her mood. Maybe marrying her kids. And if we have an equal society, what do we have? I don't have enough money to support a woman. In fact, 70% of men do not have enough money to have a stay-at-home wife. I would probably say 80% of men in the United States don't have, if you're in your, okay, let me say this. Because we got to, we're, we're including older people. Let's include the people who really matter. Nobody over 32 matters. Nobody over 32 matters in this conversation. All right. And this is what we have to understand. So I'm talking about it. I don't matter in this. Okay. So I don't have a I don't have a skin in the game. Like what I do with myself and my marriage, if I marry a chick, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even move the numbers anywhere. It's irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. We're talking about 18 to 32. Forget about you. You're a 45 year old man. You're like, well, I go out. Who cares? You're a 42-year-old woman listening to me. Yeah, but what but, but you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. What you do, you're already, you're both of you guys are past your prime. I mean, you're past the prime where it would matter if you guys even linked up together. It's a non, it's a non-factor. 
The only way that man becomes a factor is if he marries somebody within the ages of 18 and 32. That's the only way he becomes a factor. Same thing with her. The only way it matters is if she, she, she dipped down into that pool of people. The only people that matter in this is people between the ages of 18 and 32. With that being said, if these people are hooked, if the women, the majority of the women are hooking up, which we see that statistically, and then the majority of men don't even want to engage in a conversation, you're in trouble. If the majority of those men are saying, forget it, I'll just play video games, I'll go hobby, I'll do social proof, I'll work on my bodybuilding, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up chicks on Instagram, trouble. They want to go fishing, they want to go hunting, they'll just bow out, they don't want to get married, they don't want to have kids. Everybody above 32, you're out of the you're out of the argument. So what you do does not matter. That's what we have to get clear. You had your chance. It matters none what you do at this time. We need to be focusing on if you really wanted to make a difference 18 to 32. That's where the difference is made. And look at their behavior. I know you guys go to these lounges and bars and clubs and you 40-year-old women banging 36-year-old guys. It don't matter. That means nothing. And 30-year-old plus dudes talking about how they riz bitches, it means nothing. You finally got confidence, a little bit of money in your wallet. Of course, you can talk to women better. You filled out. You became a man. You, you, you figured it out. You know your city a little bit better. You got a social circle. So, yeah, you're in your mid-30s, early 40s, and you can riz, and you're a player, and you pump and dump. So what? It ain't changing nothing. <laughs> that doesn't change. We're talking about the people who matter that can actually have kids and procreate and create families and get into relationships and have weddings. That's what it is, and that's where the number is, and that's what the numbers that's going to be affecting the next 20 to 25 years. You ninjas going to be dead in 10, 15 years. All right, so what? All right, if you 45, 50, good luck. You ain't, you got 10, 15 years on this good old earth. If you <laughs> you ain't getting married, you ain't producing no kids, you ain't buying no house. <laughs> Where the people need help is between these ages. Trust me, these age of women, they getting ran through and throttled at the moment. Okay, so this is for all of my single over 30 people is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean i get it i'm i'm online i'm trying all these things but like what happened to romance what happened to you know a little bit of chivalry whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us what are you doing can i come through is there any real men out there at all i don't know help me out all right. Uh, people said I'm bringing the doom and gloom. Hey, guys, um, if you're 50 years old as a male, if you're look up the if you're 50 years old as a male, look up the average age of a guy who dies in there as a male. All right. What age? Then do the math. I know you guys think you're going to be here forever. You better start taking your life seriously. You better start taking it seriously, man. Men don't be here forever, all right? Men aren't here forever, man. And I always tell you, dice your life up in four quarters. 
dice your life up in four quarters, especially if you're not healthy, you're overweight, you're diabetic. As a matter of fact, I have a I have a a colleague who is um whose friend just died at age 52. 52. Now he was out of shape. He was in bad shape. He had diabetes. He had get been uh he had been mistreating his body since he was in his 20s, right? So again, your shape don't get in shape when you're 40, get in shape when you're 20. And uh, he had been diagnosed at, at diabetes since he was, I think, 32. He died at 52, okay? He died at 52. So, I mean, for men to die at 52 in their 50s is very common. It's very common. With that being said, dice your life up in four quarters. Four quarters. I basically do my quarters uh, around the 20-year mark, all right? But uh, typically a quarter is 25 years. But I do my quarters in 20s. 20. Zero to 20 is the first quarter of your life. Your second quarter is 21 to 40, roughly. Your third quarter is 40 to 60. Fourth quarter is 60 to 80. You want to get to the fourth quarter in overtime, <laughs> right? You want to get to overtime, right? You want to get to the at least the fourth quarter. But it's rare to get to the fourth quarter, right? I mean, it's extremely rare to be like, okay, I'm going 60 through 80. Right. That is like rare zone, but it, a lot of people do it millions. Well, it depends on where you are. Right. A lot of people do it. A lot of men do it with no problem. Some men don't make it to the fourth quarter. They don't make it. So I'm telling you, if you're looking at this and you're in your second quarter. If you're in your second quarter, right, you're between 21 and 40, according to how I split life up. You're going from 21 to 40. Everybody in 20 to 40, we're in the same, you're in the same, you're in the same quarter. But for some reason, when you're 25, you're like, oh, fourth quarter is a long way away. Nah, it's right around, it's, it's going to come up fast. And by the time you get to the third quarter, what you're able to do in your second quarter, you won't be able to do in your third quarter. Okay. The things you're able to do in your second quarter, when you get to your third quarter, they won't be easy. They're not going to be easy things. You're not just going to be able to just spring up, <laughs> right? Somebody said, what's the point? All right, listen, now, yo, man, I, I, I <laughs> you're watching me. <laughs> like, I like, like, if you don't understand, click off, motherfucker. I mean, anyway, look, if you think you're going to be able to go get a job, restart your career, if you're going to think if you think you're going to be able to just get up and go start working construction. If you think you're just going to go start making building houses. If you think you're just going to be able to start over after a divorce in your third quarter. If you think you're going to be able to save money and then be filthy, rotten, rich starting in your second late second into your third quarter. If you think that. You're wrong. It's over. I mean, it's over. It's You don't have that much time. You don't have that much time. This is why I'm always on men in their 20s when you tell me, when you tell me, hey, I got time. You don't. You don't have that much time. You think you have time, but you don't. I'm in my third quarter. I'm at the early parts of my third quarter, right? For, for me, getting up, running, getting to going, playing basketball, 
getting up, doing these things, restarting a career, starting a business, re going back to college is not a good idea. It's not, nor am I going to be able to, or have the energy to do it. You got to do that in your early second quarter. So you have, don't have to do it into your third quarter. You think you're just going to be start carrying furniture. You think if you get fired from your job, I'll just go work for a moving company and you show up late second quarter into your third quarter, you're 38, 40, 45, and just go start bagging groceries, moving furniture, you're not. Not all day. You're going to work for one week and be sore, and you won't be able to show up to the next job if you get laid off today. That's how important the second quarter is. That's how important the second quarter is. So you don't have to do this in your third quarter. You need to grind this shit out. That's the point. So <laughs> you won't last six months. You won't last six days. You think you're going to have this energy when you're in your 40s, when you're in your 20s. You are not. Trust me. You're going to want to get some damn sleep. And you're going to want to be like, hey, I'm glad I did all of this because now in my second and third, late second and third quarter, early third quarter, I'm good now. I'm good. But don't think you're just going to be like, hmm, I'm going to fool around until I'm in my mid-30s. You just wasted a significant amount of your life. So when you say I'm young at 18 and I'm young at 20 and I'm young at 25, it's not true. You're wasting. You're wasting golden opportunities because at 25, you think you're going to feel the same at 35 and 40. You're not. Trust me. Yep, it's nappy nap time. You think you're going to be at the club chasing hoes every weekend till 2 p.m., 2 a.m.? You're not. <laughs> you're not, man. So get on your shit. I don't believe that young people are young until their 20s. They're, they're not. They're wasting their time. If you don't know what you're doing in your mid-20s, you're wasting your time. You're not old. You're not young. You're just wasting time. Anyway. <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, LeBron's 38 and he's still hooping hard. And none of y'all ninjas ain't never got the fingernail, a fingernail worth of LeBron in your whole body. LeBron is a, the greatest athlete of all time. LeBron is the greatest athlete of all time. He ain't the best basketball player of all time, but he damn near the greatest athlete of all time. And I'm sure he got some shit in his system. Yeah, he an absolute freak of nature. All right, anyway, Face Fact says, is being a mom hard or you just suck? I got that. Sheldon says, if she can't support the dog, why she got custody? Roberto Moreno, I got a 21-year-old junior college recruit coming over the night. Take me out with the junior college theme, please. Indeed, shout out to L. Enjoy your night. L. Book says, did you catch the leaked video of Crowder arguing with his wife? He did look kind of petty, but looking forward to your thoughts when it gets around to it. Cheers. I'm going to have to look that up. Somebody share it on Locals. Deshaun Rose says, hey, coach, uh, have you seen the sister with the blonde wig getting kicked off of Frontier Airlines? Hilarious. The passengers were clowning her bad. It's on World Star. Somebody share it on Locals. All right. Uh, Porsche. Spe oh, I'm sorry. Jim Thorpe is the best. <laughs> Jim Thorpe. Sorry, it was Jim Thorpe. I'm just joking. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. All right. Porsche specialist, Mary Ninjas with Prawn 
with their big toe on the PC off switch and boys noise, the Bose noise canceling headphones. You know, you know. All right. Anyway, you know, you've been there. It sounds like. All right. Moxa says, CGA, have you seen the latest video of Crowder abusing his wife? Who leaked that shit? He is done. And you are so right when you say women keep evidence of everything. I can't wait to see this. I cannot wait to see this video because I want to see what year <laughs> I want to see what year this shit came from. Wow. Oh man. I, this might be the opening of the show tomorrow. All right. This might be the opening of the show. The wife spoke out rap. The wife. Oh my gosh. That was when she was eight months pregnant. And just y'all going, you're going about to get a lesson. Y'all about to get a lesson of what I've been telling you. It's on a ring cam. Okay, wait, is it on a ring cam? Is it a ring cam? I'm pulling this. I'm I'm getting this. This is going to be on the show. She was pregnant. Oh, it's a wrap. This ninja better about to cut the check. It's on a ring cam. My question is this. Here's the thing. I don't even know. It's on a, it's not a ring. It's not a ring cam. It's a, who has the, oh, Candace has the video. I'm trying to an, answer this. Eight months pregnant with twins. The twins are two years old. Okay. The thing I want you to realize is she saved the video. Here's what I want you to realize. This is what I've been telling you. I've been telling you this and telling you this and telling you this. They saved this shit. What do I tell you? In her notes, she got screenshots, I'm sure. She got apology text messages. She got the whole text strand. She kept the video. The divorce is planned. They do this for their own protection. I'm telling you guys, you guys got to start. The exit plan is all she's going to secure the exit plan. Now, it's. It's only appropriate if she was being abused. You got to keep the evidence. But that was three years ago. Well, it was three years before the filing of the divorce, at least, or maybe a couple of years. I'm not sure. They're always going to keep themselves protected. And when they're doing this, they're also loving on you and kissing you and hugging you and promising you a future. They're going to be like, I'm your ride or die. You can trust me. We have trust. I'll never violate your trust. Somebody said, how was that abuse? I haven't seen the video. But of her, she saved it because she thought it was abuse. It did allegedly happen 620. It happened probably a month before the divorce. Come on, man. Come on. They keep in journals. They're telling their friends. They're warning their in-laws. They're, they're, they're warning their parents. They're setting. It's a setup. It's never like one incident. She's going to have enough evidence to bury this ninja in the backyard, brother. I can't wait to show you. This might be the lead story tomorrow. Him says 48 and proud to say coach gang member for some time. Although you a Raider friend and I'm a chief or I'm a Raider fan and you're a Chiefs fan. He says, yet you are the bro I never had. Freedom is the best life. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Chiefs too, right? I root for them in the Super Bowl because I think they're the best team. 
Somebody said, can't even discipline your wife no more. The reality is no. Guys, you can't even discipline your kids anymore. You can't even discipline your kids anymore. Guys, if you're in a marriage and there's it's kind of shaky in which, let's just say at the point of the date of the recording, it was a shaky marriage, right? Things were a little bit unstable and she saw it come and she started protecting herself, keeping evidence, downloading them, putting shit on the hard drive, keeping it on her phone. If you do something like yell at your kids, discipline them and all that, she's going to keep evidence. She's going to be like, I just don't, I don't want you to talk to them like that. You're being mean to them. Uh, you look like you hit them. You, she's going to be taking notes. She hit little Jimmy. He hit little Jimmy. He yelled at Stacy. Man, y'all best get ready, Mr. I can't wait to get to this show. Jay to the little says, Bron spent, oh, great point. Bron spent over millions of dollars taking care of his body. Most dudes ain't spending $100. Quit comparing yourself to millionaires and you making 40 k Thank you. LeBron is known to have spent millions of dollars on his body, all right, and he wear and he and he worries about what he puts in his body. Um, and you guys are like, well, what about like? And, and here's the thing, you realize I, there's another clip I might play of a guy named Ryan Dykstra. Dykstra, he was on a TV show on MTV, and um, they also attribute this to the guy who was in Marky Mark Mark Wahlberg. They're very meticulous with their time; they plan their days out. The guy Dykstra, the way he claims he plans out his days in his life is unbelievable. It's going to be kind of like a blue chip thing. Like they, yeah, testosterone too is a part of it. They, they, they plan their days out so meticulously to as to avoid bullshit and to stay consistent. Rob Dykstra is his name. Okay. Rob Dykstra. So he, and he was talking about how I plan out my life, how I evaluate my day. How I evaluate this part of the day. It's very meticulous. And these are successful people. And um, we, on the other hand, wing it with no direction. Right. And then we wonder why people are successful and why people aren't. Now, some people have lucky. Some people have opportunities. Some people prep. But you guys got to understand there are people that are doing it and winning. They're being they're They're taking their life very seriously. And. Most people will say, the normies will say, well, they're rich. They can do that. <laughs> and then they say, yeah, Mark White, he don't have time for his family. <laughs> like, <laughs> he a bad father. See, normies, we do shit like that. Michael Jordan was a bad father to his kids. Yeah, but he's also the greatest of all times on the basketball court and considered very, very wealthy. And he has a lot of success. Does he have faults? He figured out singular purpose. People want to make excuses because I think most for the most part, uh, we're we're trying to be good at everything and we suck at everything. In my opinion, there was a book called The One, and I'm not trying to promote anybody's book, but I think it was by uh, Keller. I think Keller is his last name. They say focus on one thing, <laughs> focus on one thing. And I used to fight that. I was like, but I'm good at all these other things. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. And I like to learn this. And I'm interested in that. And I like to do that. He was like, focus on one thing. Pick one thing. Be good at that. Fuck everything else. <laughs> but normies will be like, but you got to be a good father. And you got to be a good employee. And you got to be good at your finances. You got to do your own tax. You got to build your own house. 
You got to be able to cut your own grass. You got to be able to fuck your wife good. Man, pl man, please. Nah. <laughs> I ain't about to do all that. I'm not about to do all that. I'm about to pick this one damn thing, and I'm going to put my foot in that ass. All right, pause. All right, but I like other things, but I'm going I'm to drive one thing home like a mother sucker. All right, anyway. Yep, and you got to be able to travel and go on five vacations. And you got to go ahead and, and, and fornicate and run game. And then you got to have bitches on the side. And then you got to have... Nah. Now, I'm a, ma I'm a jack of all trades kind of guy. Yeah, but uh, I'm not about to manage all my money. And I'm about to, about to make every damn trade and then return voicemails and text messages. <laughs> I always tell people, man, do not, let, do not expect to hear from me. Why? Because I don't want to take the time to stop what I'm doing in my day to start returning text messages and, and, and making phone calls. <laughs> that one, I always put last on my priority list. I was like, I'll make it last. Cause most of the time, most of the time people are wanting something from me and I know it. I never really see an incentive that I'm reaching out to you and I'm going to get something. Most of the time, it's people wanting a favor, wanting some information, wanting me to collaborate, wanting to appear on my podcast. They got 200 people watching their podcast. They want me to be over there. I'm like, man, I got so much shit I'm doing and so much shit I want to do. I'm not trying to offend you, but I don't find that important. So I'm not going to call you back. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? I'd rather do that. I'm going to I'm gonna get 200 views on one video I push out in about 10 minutes. Maybe three minutes. I, I'm sorry. I turn my doorbell volume off. I don't. I don't have no alerts. Both. Of, I have two phones, and I have no alerts. My alerts are turned off. The only time I see if there's an alert is if I pick the phone up. My doorbell's turned off. My mail. I check the mail once a month, <laughs> if that. Sometimes once every two months. And I'll get to you. Remember they told me, don't call me, I'll call you. Don't call me, I'll call you. That's my philosophy. I don't have any alerts. People will come over my house and they'll have their alerts on. And I'll be like, what the fuck is that? Their phone will be vibrating and then it'll be pinging and then it'll be tweeting like a bird. I'm like, what? what, what is this shit? Oh, that was my Twitter. Oh, that was my Instagram notification. And that was my ring. And that was my security camera video. Oh, hell no. I'll go crazy. This chick came over and her phone was nonstop alerting her. I was like, man, turn that off. I was like, turn it off. <laughs> You're not about to do this in my house. I can't deal with it. I can't. And um, I, that's the rule. If you come to my house, if you stay the weekend, turn your alerts off. Just look at your phone when you need it. I'm not about to hear that shit beeping and chirping and shit. So um, all my alerts are off. Okay, my doorbell is off. My phone's off. Um, I don't have every now and then there's something to pop up on my Mac. All right, and I'm going to figure out how to turn that shit off. But I don't want any alerts. I don't want to hear none. Because there's nothing. Listen, whatever's alerting me is either somebody trying to get something from me, <laughs> right? No alert. No alert is like, hey, I'm I want to do something for you. Right? When you figure that out, it changes your life. 
Nobody going to the mail. That's all bad news. <laughs> it's all bad news. There's no good news in the mailbox. Nobody sending you a check. Nobody sending you a gift. Nobody sending you a greedy card. Your mama ain't sending you. No, I mean, nobody sends greeting cards. So what am I going to run over there and check it for? All my bills are online and paid for automatic. <laughs> right? This automatically paid. So, yeah, man. Nova's the only thing that alerts me in here. Oh, and Nova's a mute. Nova doesn't bark or talk. Every now and then she'll do it. And I'll be like, what in the hell? <laughs> I look at her. I'm like, why are you barking? Because it's so rare. She might bark might maybe like twice a, twice a uh, month. Even when she plays, she plays. She'll never bark or chew or laugh. The only thing she does, <laughs> that's the only thing she does. So she's the perfect dog because she's never really, she's never really like alerting me or barking and all that shit. Yep. Even when she feeds and she eats, she I can hear her eating. She never is like barking to give me food. So anyway, that's just some information that what's the point? Did you need to know? Shout out to Miguel. He says uh, they just want the op for a venue for an Insta photo. Oh, yes, yes. That's another big one. Yep. So they'll do dating. They'll date and they'll go with you. And they just want to take the Instagram photos. Yes, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yep. All right. So you got to watch out for that. Where are we at? Larry Lord Leisure says, paying dues, salute CGA and the coach gang. What fire Thursday stream? He says, master orator spitting the truth and wisdom and real-ish with comedy. Thank you, CGA. It's a hard thing to do. It's harder than it looks. All right, Macaroni Tony never thought of grandpa. Never thought my grandpa and I had a lot in common. But after talking with granny, I think the older I get, the more I am of like him. He says she said he used to listen to the talk radio crap. And in my head, I'm like, all I do, I listen to CGA. Listening to the game is in my DNA. Indeed, I'm kind of like my grandfather who, who was a pistol. Yeah, I'm definitely like him. No, yeah, I think my mother knows too. I'm like her dad. And she probably's like, this is not good. All right. Because he was very like, you couldn't change his mind. And you really couldn't affect him. I mean, he had some things that he had a lot of weaknesses, right? And, you know, the weaknesses ate him up. But you wasn't going to just bump him off his square. Like, that's why I, be like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. You ain't bumping me off my square. Shout out to Julian says that strip between Savannah and Dallas is also known as the Voodoo Coast. I've never heard it referred to that. The Voodoo Coast, but it makes sense. No government name BH co-sponsorship. We rounding the base. I'm rich, bitch. He says, I'm watching the NFL draft, and it's the rare occasion to see any. It's a rare occasion to see any fathers in the pictures. Nothing but single mothers. Nothing but single mothers. Crazy, man. El Santo. Paying my tuition. Thanks for the content. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right, we got no government name SD coach. I was just talking to a pretty 35-year-old, and she says that the guys she was dating are 55-year-old boss. She's dating a 55-year-old boss. Think of the age gap. Uh, she said she sits around and waits for his calls and can't stop thinking about him, but they say women don't want no older men. Yeah. Dude, that is one of the biggest myths going around. That's one of the biggest myths going around. I mean, I'm seeing it, and it's like, I don't know how anybody can believe this. All right, zero fallout. The thing is that they don't take account is that most men 
no true loneliness. He says only those who never experience it will be hit the hardest, a.k.a. women. Yeah, men are automatically alone anyway to a greater extent in our world, right? We're just kind of like being used the entire time. And it's sad, but we're, what do they call it? They, they don't call it being used. They call it, um, put it in the chat. We got Roberto Moreno, a famous stock trader said, if, you, if you're not rich by the time you're 50, it's too late. I know some people will agree with that, but take it, just take it into consideration. Yes, the dude that made Kentucky Fried Chicken and stole the recipe from them black slaves. Yeah, he became rich too. All right, but yeah. Superman says, my son called me today and said he watched the Freak Nick biography and asked me if um, if he was from a Freak Nick experience. I told him, hell no, me and his mom had never been. Indeed, shout out to you, man. Dang. All right, Rational Rationality says, can you send me the number of Nova's trainers for my Mastodon girlfriend? All right. Oh, yeah, I paid a lot for training, but I, that's why I'm broke. Damn. All right. I definitely don't have no money. We got a brother here. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Chris says sandwiches. Sandwiches on Chris. All right. Sandwiches on Chris. We got Deadly Edley twice. Then Kaylin and Newski. Deadly Edley, she put it on you and bust it wide open for you after finding out she's pregnant by a side dude. So she'll you'll believe the love child is yours. Yes. Watch out for that trap. It's not common, but it is a trap, all right? Just because we acknowledge it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it is something that people do. Caitlin says, I said this before, but when XXs choose to have sex outside of the marriage or relationships, they only set themselves up to fail. Men want sex however they can get it. Women have to admit that they've lowered their prices to for sexual access. We have, is it Deadly Edley and then Newski? All right. He says this stream just upgraded to a blue chip mindset stream. Thank you, sir. All right. Take what you can from it. Take what you can. But don't allow critical mistakes in your 20 in your second quarter. Newski says CGA the truth. I don't care. He says IDs. I don't care if somebody died or if somebody died. I don't care if somebody died. Get at me in the morning. <laughs> they call me like I can revive them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I also have a rule. If you text me after 930, you for certainly ain't getting text back. All right. Even if I see the text, I will not respond. It better be an emergency. But do not text me after 930 p.m. I'm barely going to respond anyway. But that one on principle, I'm not going to respond. Hey, with that being said, I think Nova's ready to go for a run. Junior college going to start up. We got a great weekend of shows. I'm going to look up the Steven Crowder thing. I got some things to look up. If you want me to... Uh, talk about something, share it on locals, coachgregadams.locals.com, Red Table Talk canceled. Yep. All right. I was going to talk about it, but it's dead. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out. Peace. Hi, girls. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love <gasps> Josie.
Attention, all ladies. It's barbecue in there. 